Universitygaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense and major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Empty Seat. Yeah! Hello, I am the emptiest of seats, and I am here to entertain you with my gaming knowledge. And let's not forget our producers, Deadite Knight and Cable2KX. Your mic is off. Try it again. What up, though? Oh, my God. And Deadite Knight, how are you today? Oh, I am here. I am here. I, really? I, li- I like the shirt. I like the thank hat. You, thank you. Can I'm- can you show everybody what's under the bill, though? Okay, so. No, I don't want an, ex- I don't want an explanation. I just want it shown. Family first, bro! <laughs> Now you can explain it if you want, but I just I think it's great. Uh, Spencer's had a buy a hat, get a hat for a dollar sale, but it had to be a hat from the clearance bin. And I was with Sci-Fi. He was buying an Iron Fist hat, and he's like, man, you just get a dollar hat. And I was like, okay, cool. I grabbed this hat that has the shredder on it, and I was like, yeah, done deal. I love the shredder. And, I, you know, we get out of the store, pull it out of the bag, go to put it on, and I just see in, like, the douchiest writing ever in the <laughs> underbill of the hat, it says family first. Like, it looks like an affliction T-shirt. And I was like, wow, I look like a douchebag. And my wife calls this my douchebag hat now, but uh, it's actually a super cool hat if you ignore the family first. What does family first even have to do with the, the foot, foot clan? I don't know. They're a family or something. Because they, you know, they take in teenagers and I turn guess. them into thugs. I, I guess. I don't know. It's Again, it's kind of stupid, but the rest of the hat, the other portion of the hat is actually super cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to burn it because I don't bail on my hats. Jazzy found his way back. He's hidden behind uh, the the snake, the snake, snake that is Deadite. Jazzy, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on time. No problem. I like to uh, stroll into the studio whenever you damn like. I huh? am like a f- wizard. All right. You get suspended. I bring you back, and then you show up late. That's how you treat me. I am never late. I arrive precisely when I mean to. Yeah. Well, you're suspended again. All right. Well, see it. <laughs> all right. Welcome to episode 153 of the GameZilla podcast. Get the coins out early. Uh, how's everybody doing, though? I mean, we uh, we have a good weekend. We had Easter Easter weekend. So uh, what special uh, gaming went on during your holiday weekend? Um, I ate Easter dinner. Good video game. And I watched my boys TSM destroy FlyQuest. This is true. And then I played some League. You did. All right. Deadite? Uh, I played some online doubles in Disc Jam with my wife. I'm sorry. Moving on. <laughs> Cable. <laughs> what you been gaming lately, man? Uh, NBA 2K because the NBA payoffs are here. Did payoffs. I payoffs. They are the payoffs. payoffs. You're right. Payoffs. You got the money, you win. Payoffs. That's it. You don't have to be able to shoot hoops. You just pay the money, you get the trophy. Payoffs? Payoffs. The NBA Payoffs. Playoffs. Are starting and I play some Ghost Recon and it is a lot of fun. Man, we give him a new boom mic and he and all of a sudden he forgets how to talk. Yeah. Payoffs. I'm sorry. 
Anyways. I'll go back to not talking. You played some uh, Ghost Recon, you said? Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. That game is so much fun. I forgot how much fun sniping is in that game because you can actually, the bullets have drop-off. Oh. And I love it because I like to line up my shot from really far away and see if I can hit them. Nice. Well, I've been uh, thinking about picking up that game because of some news that we got coming up uh, today, so we'll get into that later. But you mean I, you're going to buy it when you get off this, this, this off the podcast, right? You yeah, know, sure. You know, right after it. I do my taxes before I go to jail, okay? I've I never mean, I've never put my taxes off like this. Like, literally, the deadline's tomorrow, and I still haven't done my taxes. But Ghost Recon is way more important than You're taxes. right. You're right. You're 100% right. Screw the taxes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I got to play some Zelda on my Switch. Picked that up after a little little bit of a break. So um, played some of that. I played Mr. Shifty. And I will say it's a fun game. It does have some frame rate issues, but not. it's not bad. Like I still, It's a $15 game, and I'm still enjoying it. I'm like 50 levels in, which is like 50 floors into this, like, skyscraper that you're climbing and um i really like it it's cool it's fun it's just it's a fun game it's it's kind of like super meat boy where you can pick it up play a couple floors set it down and, and go on with your day so i do uh, like that there's story to it but it's not enough where you have to like dedicate time to play the game and then i played a little bit of destiny and it was another shit show i'm just gonna leave it at that and of course, my new addiction, my my new slash old slash, why the hell am I back? I'm playing League of Legends like every night with Jazzy. Ooh, yeah. Every night, and it's not Jazzy. Yeah. This is how bad it's gotten. It's not Jazzy contacting me, being like, "You ready for League?" It's me contacting Jazzy, being like, "Yo, why are you not on your computer? Why are you not on League right now? We gotta play." So I'm like, all in, having having a lot of fun. Um, playing league, and I got to watch my boys C9 crush Phoenix one. So next weekend we get a rematch of last year, and that's C9 versus TSM. And this time around, Jazzy, it ain't gonna be on your side because C9 is gonna run all over TSM. Oh, I'm gonna pull this up because I don't want stats. No, I just got hashtag 2017's all that matters. This is just crazy. All right, ready. This is the the history of the NALCS finals. So not who won, but the two teams that were in each finals. Yeah. TSM versus GGU. TSM versus C9. TSM versus C9. TSM versus C9. <laughs> TSM versus C9. <laughs> TSM versus CLG. TSM versus CLG. TSM versus C9. TSM versus C9. And then this year... TSM versus C9. I feel like there's a couple teams that I might just have. <laughs> Wait a second. There seems to be a typo in your list. Where was Immortals? <sighs> oh, my gosh. No one cares about the Immortals. I said the finals, not the <laughs> oh. toilet bowl finals. <laughs> I get confused. I get confused. Plus, you're, you got a new team anyways. Snake Esports. Yeah. It's Wait, weird. there's a snake team? Yeah, Snake Esports. I, I tagged you. You didn't see it today? LCK. No, no. Oh. Yeah, Immortals, you are dead to me. <laughs> you can go rot in hell. Snake Esports snake is their name. Snake Esports? Yep. And they and they just won their like match. I don't even know who they are. Are they like are they like uh not like the top division or like a lower like No, they're team? like they... uh what what league are they in? Man, I don't even know who they are. Like I oh, know yeah. I know I've heard them before, but I don't even know if they're, they're like good. a pro team, but they're you know, instead of being in NA, yeah. they're like in 
Brazil. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, screw North America. <laughs> I'm all on Snake Esports now. <laughs> snake Esports. Okay, clearly. Clearly, what happened is we've, we've noticed we've been getting a little more traffic in Brazil lately for <laughs> yeah. the podcast. Yep. I am their hero. <laughs> they listen to this show, and they're like, that man has the moxie and the can-do attitude <laughs> that we need to become League of Legends world champions. We're going to model our entire team off of the Dead Eye Night, and we're going to be Snake Esports. <laughs> to you, Snake Esports. Yeah, but they're from the LPL China. That's it, yeah. Well, we're probably using China, too, and why wouldn't the Chinese want to be like me? Oh, wait, no, sorry, they're from Russia. Even more snakely <laughs> that they're from Russia. Wait, so... I'm just kidding, they're actually from China. I just want to see how many times he <laughs> go. <laughs> even, yeah. even better, they're from China. It's the most snakely thing for me to do is hop from country to country and support them. <laughs> you could be like, you could be like, they're, <laughs> they're from Rwanda. I'd be like, that's my team. Here you go, right here. That's a that's a that logo screams Vin Diesel movie. It looks like the triple X logo. Man, this is a PNG. I could send it to Chris. He could put it up like over your head. Oh man, I could. I you know I'm actually probably gonna get that tattooed like on my face. On your butt. No face. <sighs> face butt. I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna hold you to it. Nope, you should not hold me to anything ever. Nope, it's gonna happen. It's not gonna Snake happen. Snake esports tattooed on your ass. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do it. All right. Well, that's what we've been playing. Let us well, know. I play. I treated myself to a game that's pretty awesome. Oh, God. If he says Dish Jam, I'm throwing something at him. It's far better than League of Legends. It's called Drawn to Death. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the show's over. The reviews have been outstanding mm. on a scale from one to three. That's the scale that IGN uses, right? And that's why they gave it a three? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so IGN gave it a three. Um, okay, so in, in all seriousness, though, so I downloaded Drawn to Death because I wanted to play it, So I because I knew you guys weren't going to play it. So I was like, oh, well, let me try I it. downloaded it. And, uh, yeah, you all, did you download Disc Jam? Yes. Like, again, you don't play what you download. You just download it. Fact. You have the big hard drive in your system. You can fit everything on it. True. So I do not. I have to be more conservative with my hard drive space. So I downloaded Drawn to Death because, again, the pedigree is pretty good. It comes from a uh, creator of Twisted Metal. And if you look at it, the art style, super cool. It's all hand drawn. It looks like it's like a teenager's like scribbles in class. Playing the tutorial made me want to put my thumb in my eye. It, it looks good. It's not because it doesn't look good. It's because instantly I'm like, oh, this instantly doesn't feel fun. The controls right off the bat are like, I was having trouble doing like some of the super moves that you, you like in the tutorial. You have to like jump and press like L1 at the same time and then my guy just wouldn't do it sometimes. I was like, well, this is already a bad sign that I'm going to die a lot. And then I played one round of the game. It was playable, um, but there was nothing special about it that made me want to come back and play it. And on top of that, the game tried so hard to be edgy and cool with putting like curse words and like having the bad guys like puking and like farting blood. It was like <laughs> farting blood. Yeah, it was a, like blood everywhere. And I was just like, I really like that kind of comedy. And this feels forced. It feels really forced. <laughs> um, so oh, no. on the the snake scale that goes from 13 to 27, uh, I'm probably going to have to go ahead and give it uh, maybe a. 16, 17. I mean, it was playable, but there was nothing exciting about it that would make me want to go back and play. This coming from the guy who said that Star Wars was great. Star Wars is... A masterpiece is compared a, to this. Okay, first off, Star Wars 
I actually was good enough where I've played it multiple times. I'm pretty sure I'm going to just delete Drawn to Death off my system. But Star Wars was a simple concept that was also unique. And those are two things that you can't say about Drawn to Death. Yeah, uh, I liked IGN's, like, subtitle to their review, and that was simply, some things are better left on paper. I liked, I, I really enjoyed, then I read it, and I was like, ooh, IGN normally doesn't, like, go all in bashing on something, and they hated this game. So I was like, all right, well, that would make sense why we saw it at E3, and then all of a sudden it was free before it even came out. And I'm like, that's a bad sign, and now we know why. The only motivation I would have to continue playing this game is one of the characters you can unlock is a busty lady with a shark head. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. So I, Sold. That's yep. actually the only reason I downloaded now it. I, like, I want to play as her. That so, makes sense. Man, yeah. I have a problem. Let me tell you why. I just realized this. Look at the way that I'm just sitting at my keyboard right now. I do. I, I have. Do that. I have my <laughs> finger set up in the league key position right it's now. Not, like it's, I can't. it's even worse. Okay, so on a Monday, like like today, on a Monday. I sit there at work. I get all situated right first thing in the morning, and this is what I do. And then I go, "Oh, wait a minute! I'm I'm at work. I'm not playing league." <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's bad. Um, also, Happy Metroid Monday! Mm. I hate you. Yeah. I hate I hate <laughs> cables, Mike. I hate it. I sorry. We uh, need. I'll turn it off. We need to. We need it's, to upgrade. His no, mic. You, wait, wait. The mic is fine. Just don't like fap under the table so we can hear the spring. No, no, no. First off, your mic's off right now. But second, off, K, K, let's. Let, I didn't touch nothing. Listen to Cable's mic. Okay, Cable's mic is actually from the dollar store. It's one of those like <laughs> echo mics that give a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, well, we know wait. the next thing to upgrade. Ethan's mic, so Cable can have this one. Exactly. There we go. I mean, that that makes sense. I don't know why my mic is fine. Look at it. <laughs> Jazzy, Jazzy, show show him why his mic's not okay. Give me one more. <laughs> that, that that's why it's not okay. <laughs> All right, man. I hope that's picking up. I have. Oh, a, it, it, I, it's yeah. It's there. It's there yeah, for sure. Good. All right. Well. Um, oh, nice is, fade out. Nice fade yeah. out. That is what we've been playing. You can let us know what you're playing. Head on over to Motor City Gaming's Facebook page, uh, and you can also join us on the GameZilla Podcast group on Facebook. It's a closed group, but everyone is welcome. We keep it closed to control the spam, but we we ask everyone to join. We talk video games every day there. You can let us know why you love Drawn to Death, which I doubt, but if you do, that's where you'd let us know. Listen, if I don't like something, it has to be a complete mess. It's true, because he likes Fight Club fighting as Fred Durst. No, we win. Oh, <laughs> now you're just trolling me, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna fall into your trap. That's, you did it all for the nookie, man. The nookie. <laughs> you can influence the show and get early access to the GameZilla Alpha podcast by supporting us on Patreon.com slash GameZilla podcast. Like... Ecto Cooler! Greetings, friends. While playing some Iron Banner with at 5 Mile Rick and at Sci Fi AJ, we started talking about our embarrassing high school memories. What is the most embarrassing thing that happened to you to date? With you in spirits, Ecto Cooler. Hmm. Are we keeping this like gaming related or just embarrassing overall? 
He says, the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you to date. Hmm. I don't get embarrassed very easily, but I will say one of the most awkward times in my life is two weeks before I was entering high school. And high school is all about popularity. You want to be the cool kid, right? I decided to jump this dirt hill on my bike because we went on a family bike ride like every Sunday. Jump this dirt hill. I've done it many a Sundays. Never had a problem jumping this tiny little dirt hill. Until this Sunday. Until this Sunday. When somebody put a goddamn rock on the other side of the dirt <laughs> hill that I couldn't see from the from the front side of the dirt hill, I hit that rock, I flip over my handlebars of my bike, I break my clavicle. My right shoulder is fucked. I have one <laughs> tear coming down my face, my mom says, and she drove me to the emergency room, in which they put me in this contraption that holds your shoulders back. So you won't get the full effect unless you're watching the live show, but I'm in like this like almost straight jacket like Kind of looked my like a, arms are like like it also uh, kind of looked like a bra it did yeah it you, did. you were wearing you were wearing a, a female bra yeah. a brazier so not that bad of a situation like I want my clavicle to heal back in the proper position so okay I'll wear this then I go to school find out that my mom has signed me up for the big brother program in which I am partnered with the senior captain of the hockey team who has all the hot chicks hanging out with him. So here I am with like this bra sling on my like first day of high school. Like I, I have to make a good impression so I could be cool. Nope, didn't happen because I have the captain of the hockey team with all these hot chicks around him basically carrying my book bag for me because I couldn't carry my book bag. <laughs> Just giving me the tour of the school with all these hot chicks around them. So uh, probably not the best start to my high school, you know. Now I know how your cred, your credibility and your just your street cred just went crashing. Yeah. Yep. By the time I got to, to the high school that you were at, because I did transfer to your school, I was like, man, how did Jazzy become such a loser? Yeah. I'm just kidding, Jazzy. Yeah. We all loved you. It was whoever put that goddamn rock there. I will find <laughs> you, and I will end you. Be like, man, why'd you put that rock there? Ruined my life, man. Now you're here with us, so it could have all been different. Could yeah. have all been better for you, Jazzy. I would rather do that again. The whole thing where I break my clavicle and get put into an awkward situation than ever play disc jam ever again. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Why, Lies. Why do you have to be like this? Because it's horrible. So, Deadeye, we already know yours. The most embarrassing moment is playing disc jam and admitting that you like it. No. That is not true. <laughs> it's worse. I'm going to try to give the abbreviated version because we know that I can keep it short. grandstand a little bit. Yeah, just just a little bit. The year is 2010. <laughs> We're already gone. <laughs> and here we go. Okay, so I, I'm in college. I'm in a class that is like 350 kids because I, I went to a big university. There's a crap load of t people in this lecture hall i don't like <laughs> education i don't like the educational system and i don't like teachers i know this story don't i i'm yes it's my it's probably my greatest story i actually one time did a stand-up performance and this was the base of my performance it went quite well um but okay so i'm in this class and the class is like about like global issues and and the teacher's <laughs> trying to talk about how there's some things that are ubiquitous through different cultures. Um, and and she was an Indian woman who had a thick accent and I had trouble understanding. So this woman, I was talking about how like murder is wrong and everyone agrees that murder is wrong. And then 
again, just bear with me. This is how I perceived the situation. <laughs> she asks, who here believes that grape is wrong? And I'm looking around. Everyone raised their hand. I was like, what is wrong with all these sheep? All these stupid students. Grape is delicious. There's nothing wrong with grape. And so she looks at me and she goes, you do not believe that grape is wrong? And, I, and then I was like, no, grape is delicious. I like I like grape jelly. I like grape juice. I, li I like grape everything. Grape's a great flavor. And guess what? I, and I'm yelling this in the class of 350 people. And I was like, and I am not going to say that grape isn't great because some college professor tells me that I should think it's wrong. I'm not going to fall in line like all these other people. And everyone's looking at me like I'm a lunatic. <laughs> and then it hits me. I said, oh, you said rape, like sexual assault. No, that's super bad. <laughs> totally wrong. I do not advocate sexual violence. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about grape. It's delicious. Rape, bad. Clarify, sit down. <laughs> Terrible moment for me. I like. I'm fine. I don't care what anyone thinks. Clearly, I'm here on this show. But, but it was bad. One like years later, I'm like hanging out with a guy that I've become friends with, and he confesses that he was in that class that day, and he's like, "I thought you were a lunatic, and I was afraid of you, and I just I never wanted to tell you that I was there that day. But now that we're close enough, I'm gonna let you know. I'm like, wow." It's really interesting to see what I look like from the outside looking in, you know? <laughs> it's a real, real interesting ride looking at the old snake here. Oh, I can't live up to this, but... Uh... Here's the grape! Here's the grape! Ah, clink of the surge can. You guys get your water out of here. That's not very grape at all. Yeah, it's clear. <laughs> All right, uh, Cable, do you have an embarrassing moment you want to share? I have none that I can think of. None. None. None at all. I mean, not high school. Like, I got one from when I was a kid that I really don't want to say. Give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> that you really don't want to say. It's, it's very embarrassing. Um, Amber's probably going to tease the shit out of me because I see her in chat. Um, I was a kid, and this is Saturday morning, and my favorite show was X-Men. So, I love X-Men. I thought Wolverine was the shit. I would, everything, I even turned my turtles into X-Men figures. So, I gave Wolverine, uh, Michelangelo was Wolverine for, for whatever reason. And um, even though he should have been Raphael, now that I think about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> I turned him, put toothpicks, his claws, whatever. So, I had this bright idea that me and my brother were going to play X-Men. We were going to hang out, have fun. This is the middle of winter. Oh, there she goes, and she says in chat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you knew the X-Men theme song. <laughs> so um, I get this bright idea to put on my yellow little uh, rain boots. -na 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 -na. And my underwear. -na 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 -na. <laughs> <laughs> and I get yellow pencils, and I go outside pretending I am Wolverine outside the snow. <laughs> That's just me, and I was just going around <laughs> slashing things, and I was. <laughs> it was a very embarrassing story. No one really saw me. But Wait, you were naked except for boots and pencils. <laughs> yeah, I was a Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed that part. Wait, wait, so, wait, so were you? Song. Were you snake out? No, I had on underwear. Oh, that's, yeah. 
but it was my Spider-Man underwear. No, I think I don't think it was X-Men underwear. I just think it was just regular underwear. Oh and my it was God. just like Wolverine and everything. I just had. I was outside. Now we played we played X Men outside, but not in our underwear. Yeah, I was never yeah. naked when I played X Men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little fucked up. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, thank you for sharing. That that was that yeah. was amazing. That was I now story. know the cartoon that I'm going to have an artist make when I say I need a cable uh, a cable cartoon. It's yeah. going to be a, a naked cable with pencils and. Plus, when's your birthday again? October. October. Okay. I just gotta remember when to it's buy like, a number pack of number two pencils for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, um, I'm having a shirt. I'm having a a hard time coming up with one that like it was embarrassing to me, but like not a lot of people saw it besides like my my mom. So I'm sure I've embarrassed you on countless occasions. You've embarrassed me, but it wasn't like an embarrassing moment where I'm like where I regret it. It's like a funny story. Yeah. But but the one thing that I'll never forget that I kind of that I definitely regret is wanting to go across the street and play with uh, BMC. Bunmaster Caleb lived across the street growing up. And I wanted to go play Transformers, you know, with them. My parents are like, they're not home. There's no cars over there. They're not home. And, I'm, and I would not take their answer. I'm like, they're home. I'm telling you they're home. Let me. I want to go. So finally, like, fine, go over there and knock on the door. But, and then when they don't answer, you come home and then you drop it. So I go over there and I knock and of course no one answers. But I refuse to go home. I'm I'm determined that they're home, so I open the screen door and I'm you know, I'm young. I I don't know, maybe eight or something like that. And I climb up on the gas shock of the screen door so I can peer through the window of the <laughs> of the main door because their the windows were they had a couple of windows. And I'm so I'm I'm like balancing and I'm looking through the window like wait, hoping to see someone in there and that's when the screen door closes behind me. And I pin myself between the door and the screen door. <laughs> and I cannot get out. <laughs> so I'm literally just pinned like a like a like a fly with like a fly swatter. And I'm trying to reach back and get the door handle. I can't. So I start to panic a little bit, of course, right? Because I'm like thinking I'm gonna die or something because I'm a kid. Well, my mom's like Huh, he never came back, and she decides to just look out the front window. Here I am, plastered between the door, just crying, like, like calling for help. And she comes running over to let me out, and, and when she lets me out, she's, I'm like a mess, right? I'm crying, I'm upset, and she's like trying not to laugh at me. She's like laughing at me, but like, and I'm like yelling at her, like, stop funny. But yeah, I um I don't like small spaces anymore because of that moment. But also, it's um that would be an embarrassing moment in my life where I should have just listened to your listen to your parents. Okay, they they know what they know what's right. Is this why you asked me to help you install your screen door? I it is. Yeah, I was very concerned that I might get stuck between the two doors. And I'm fat now, and I still get worried. I'm I can appreciate that your mom composed herself to for the betterment of probably the rest of your life because she could have scarred you by laughing at you. If I were to come over and you were pinned in between the door and the screen door, first of all, I'd be like, why the fuck is that gap so big? Second of all, <laughs> I would have died laughing and oh. I left you in there and I would have Facebook lived it. And <laughs> yeah, and then I would have busted the door down with my fat ass and I would have ran you down. <laughs> totally worth every second of it. Um, yeah, but I will say ever since that happened, I witnessed, and, and you'll know this episode, there was an episode of The Simpsons where Homer Simpson gets stuck in the water slide. I no longer, and I was I was a toothpick, okay? Like, I, I was too skinny. 
I would not go down water slides anymore. <laughs> I was like, nope, I got stuck in between a door. If I get stuck in a water slide, I'm done for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a problem with uh, enclosed water slides. That reminds me of Rookie of the Year when he gets stuck in between the doors in the hotel. Yeah, it can happen, man. Let's play some ball. It, it can happen. It's not, uh, it's not in the movies only. All right. Well, that's a great question, Ecto Cooler. Thank you for bringing up such uh, fond memories. Yeah. I do. I just keep picturing Cable, though. See, I knew that. That's why I didn't want to say <laughs> yeah. that story. I'm going to get some pencils and some yellow boots, and we're going to just take some photos and send them to Chris every day. <laughs> That's why I did not want to say that story. I love Man, it. We could do, like, a YouTube skit on Photo this. shoot. Photo yeah. shoot. What's, what I think is horrible is that I believe my mom told Amber that story. Yeah. And she did not let me live that down forever. Till this day, she still don't let me oh, live yeah. that down. Yeah, it's right there in the chat. Yeah. Hint, pencils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give you credit, though, because we would do stuff like that. Like, we would figure out, like, I remember building turtle shells out of newspaper and Crayola crayons with my sister and, like, taping them to our backs. Oh, yeah, sure. I can, I can turtle you on this one. I used, to, there was a manhole cover in my front yard. I used to sit on the manhole cover, you know, the little holes, and drop sticks down and yell for the Ninja Turtles, and my mom would have to come on and go, they live in New York! <laughs> <laughs> like, my mom is awesome. That, that, is, that was her response. They live in New York. They can't hear you, you know? And I was like, okay, well, they could be in Detroit today. She's like, they're not! <laughs> they could be in Detroit today. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Well, thank you for the question. Let's uh, let's talk about some teasers here. We're gonna get into the news. So, Battlefront Two is already missing something. Digital returns coming to consoles. All this and more on the Gamezilla podcast. Now, you heard a lot of embarrassing stories from us, and I would be embarrassed for you if your beard looked and smelled like garbage. And there's only one way to take care of your beard, so you don't end up with a trash face and that's to go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and get yourself a beard crate. It is the best way to get all the good beard care products you need. I love the beard shampoo. It helps keep my beard uh, smelling fresh and feeling great uh, all day long. Like even at the end of the day I'm rubbing my hand through my face. You guys see me touching my beard all the time? It's because my beard smells awesome and then I sniff my hands like a weirdo because my face smells good because I use products from DetroitBeardCollective.com and tell you what, if you order you need to use the checkout code MC Gaming to save 20% on orders $25 or more. That's the code MC Gaming to save at DetroitBeardCollective.com. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Breaking news. Dead Eye Knight touches his face too much. It's hard to not touch something so glorious. I will let you know that after you left, we debated about adding a counter it to, should this, be there. to this episode. It should be there. Yeah, uh, my, That's it, my... I dropped the ball. I forgot the game. Well, there's always next week. I'm not going to break the face-touching habit today, but I'm working on it. There's always the possibility that Mike Pixley, our new YouTube editor, just watches the video and makes his own counter just because he yeah. wants to because he enjoys <laughs> making fun of you so much. Yeah. Try counting this right here. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, you just challenged him, and yeah. he will do it now. Mike, we now want you to get like, do it. Why don't you get like a little sharpener, and then number two pencils, and they just get sharpened each time he touches his face. Or let's just draw a little like 
half-naked cable Wolverine and he just jumps out and he's like, ah, every I'm time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if that's the motivation, then I will not stop touching my face if we get to see a little animated naked cable. I'm done. <laughs> Consider, I'm just going to, the whole show, like Kevin McAllister with my hands on my face. <laughs> All right, and uh, referencing that to our YouTube announcement, our old YouTube channel is closing. So if you follow us on YouTube or you haven't even found us on YouTube yet, please search Motor City Gaming. Find the new channel that has about, I don't know, 30, 40 subscribers right now. But you can tell because it has all the new highlight reels from this show along with our intro video from PAX East. And make sure you hit that subscribe and that bell notification marker so that way you can stay up to date on all of our new videos like our highlight reel that comes out after every episode of the GameZilla podcast. <sighs> Let's get into some real news though. First up, we have Dark Souls Publisher teases the new game with tagline, Prepare to Dine. Mm. So... Why should you care about this? Bandai Namco has released a teaser for the new project it's developing, which will be revealed on April 20th, so only a few days away. The unannounced game tagline, Prepare to Dine, is an obvious nod to Prepare to Die, which was made famous from Dark Souls, and oh. that, which is also published by Bandai Namco. The tagline isn't the, the only nod to... Uh, from software's legacy, the animated teaser's gothic style shares some similarities with Bloodborne, my game that I enjoy from, from, from software. From, from? From, from software. From, 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 from. But, um, yeah, so we'll find out in a couple days what this really is, but the uh, the gothic, like, animated, like, short that they released is super cool. It, it's this it's silhouette character that kind of does look like the Bloodborne character standing on, like, what looks to be, like, a cliff, and this giant creature is just staring at him with, like, crazy hair and red eyes. And it's like, okay... Are we getting a second Bloodborne? Is this a whole new IP? What you know, no one really knows what it is. But I think after the tagline "Prepare to Dine" came out, I decided it's probably a Ratatouille game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Overcooked's Gone to Hell. Yeah, DLC. Yeah. Prepare to Dine, swine, and it's like a super pumped up, like bebop, like pig that's got like tattoos and and facial. How piercings. would he sound? And um. Man, how, what do you say? Just give it to me right now. Don't even think about it. Just give me something. Give me, give me a pig sound. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Give me a bebop sound. Let's go. He'd be very snarly. So yeah, prepare to die, swine. That's pretty good, Jazzy. That was like a, a pig Arnold Schwarzenegger. I liked that. it. <laughs> okay, that was good. That was good. I put you on the spot. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of you. you I'm go. proud of you. All right, well, so we'll... And we'll, he eats uh, pies. Yeah. You can, you can watch that video on our Facebook page, but stay tuned in a couple days. We will keep up on that news and let you know what Bandai Namco announces. I hope it's not what we just said. <laughs> I hope it's exactly what we said. Then I'm going to look at Jazzy and be like, whoa, man, like... You got skills here. Yeah. We, we better we better shift gears and not worry about a game podcast. Am anymore. I involved or am I not? Next topic: Prey demo coming April twenty seventh. Oh man, you some people are really excited about this, like Sci Fi AJ BMC and myself. 
But a free Prey demo will be available to download on April 27th on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, which is a week ahead of the game's May 5th release. The demo features the game's opening hour in which players first board Prey's main setting, the Talos uh, Talos 1 space station, where protagonist Morgan Yu is working on a scientific breakthrough that will change humanity forever. And for those wondering, progress made in the demo from the game's first hour will not carry over to the full game. So you will be playing this part again if you're going to play the full game. So here's my problem that I thought. So I had to look it up. It's not one hour blocks every 17 hours. Oh, that okay. That really wasn't a worry, but now that really I should have been a worry. For it's going to be a worry for all yeah. 2017 for me. But I'm thinking like <laughs> one. I'm thinking one hour demo. Like, what if this game's only eight hours? Like the order was, and then you, like you play through an eighth of the game, and then I'd be super upset. So I looked it up. Take a guess as to how long the lead designer says that this game is. Seven hours. Uh, 14 hours. Oh, pretty close. He says, depending on your play style, 16 to 22 hours. So seven hours. So seven hours. Because <laughs> no one, because everyone, someone's going to run through it in about three hours, which means seven hours is your average. You know, people will speed says, run it in six minutes. When someone says sixteen hours, you instantly should just knock six hours off of that because that's like I it, it, they never hit it. They never like actually hit it and say, "Oh yeah, you know the order." It's gonna be a twelve to fourteen hour game. People are rocking it out in five hours. Man, I'm and gonna doing, buy and, a stopwatch and, platinum, and platinuming the game. All right, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna buy a stopwatch. And I am going to give that stopwatch to Sci-Fi AJ. Sci-Fi AJ, if you're out there, when you pick Prey up and you play it, I want you to hit that stopwatch every time you start playing and then hit it again when you stop playing. And I want to see how long to the second it takes you to beat Prey. He's in the chat right now. And all he's saying is Prey! Explanation point, explanation point. So, all right. So, yeah, Prey demo coming April 27th. Be ready. I'm ready. Okay, we got some numbers for the Nintendo Switch. After the first month has completed, I have some confirmed numbers and I have some uh, third-party analyst numbers. So I wanted to cover them both. Uh, first up, we'll start with the DualShockers um, Super Data uh, unconfirmed numbers. Super Data. So, according to Super Data, aka these aren't official numbers, the Nintendo Switch has sold. 2.4 million units worldwide since its launch on March 3rd. The tracking firm has now increased its 2017 forecast for the system, citing that the Switch has performed above its expectations. Superdata's previous forecast estimated the system would sell 5 million units in 2017. It now believes it will sell 7.2 million in 2017. So, to back that up, Nintendo has officially come out and giving us giving us uh, North American numbers is what we got. So, this isn't worldwide, but just within North America, Nintendo has revealed that the Switch sold 900... Oh, sorry. I hear an airplane. It's really, like, really loud. Was that? Yeah, yeah, very loud airplane. Holy shit. Anyways. <laughs> um, basically, that the Nintendo Switch has sold in North America 906,000 units in 28 days. So just shy of a million units in 28 days. And that is according to Nintendo of America. 
Breath of the Wild, meanwhile, has sold 1.3 million copies across the Switch and the Wii U in the same window. Uh, that's 925,000 units were sold for Nintendo Switch, and 460,000 units were sold for the Wii U. Now, I may be missing something here, but let me point this out, because I instantly caught on to it, and I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. So, 906,000 Switch units. Yes. And they sold in the same window, which is the same amount of time, 925,000 yes. copies of the Switch Breath of the Wild. What are people doing buying the game without a system? Two things. One, they want the game and they know they're going to get a system. Two, scalpers. Because let's be honest, every master, yeah. every master edition of uh, of Zelda, not every, I won't say every, because some people actually kept it, but so many of those found their way to eBay for $400, $500 out the gate. So some of this was resale. Some of it was like, I'm going to buy myself a normal copy. Oh, and a special edition is available. I'll buy both. I'll sell one. And then that, and then that makes up for some money uh, that I, that I, yeah. that I paid for the switch Man. and Zelda. 20,000 copies though. That's 21,000 worldwide or North America. Yeah, that's all of North America. I mean, maybe my numbers are just off, but it just seems like a lot. I mean, it is a lot, but I can I can name a bunch, like a handful of people that I personally know that went and resold all this stuff. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, it's not only that. I mean, I think you know I bought two copies out the gate before before uh, Brick Bitch got her second. Um, before we got our second switch for her. Yeah. So technically I had bought two copies with one system and I didn't register the purchase for the for the second switch that I did. So Deadites so Deadites like analytics would show two switches one copy. I'm one switch two copies. Like you can see how like I don't know, it can it can get all goofy. Yeah. Man, imagine being that kid though that like got the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and then couldn't get a switch. Oh, like how brutal. bummed would he be? That'd be real brutal. I am. I am actually impressed at four hundred sixty thousand Wii U copies yeah. sold. Um, that that's. A, I mean, it's not great numbers, but to pull a half of what, uh, you know, of what the Switch did, not not terrible. All right, let's move into the negative side of these numbers, and that is that Nintendo announces that they are discontinuing the NES Classic Edition. Oh. That's right. So if you didn't get your chance to get your hands on one of the five systems they released worldwide, then I'm <laughs> sorry, but you're not going to get one. Um, Nintendo will discontinue the, the Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition, and the last shipments will go out to retailers throughout this month. So April, and we're already kind of seeing the last shipments hit, at least here in Michigan. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing many more, but I don't, it's a Ninten sad day yeah, for baseball, man. A Nintendo representative provided the following statement to IGN about this, and I think it's just it's I, I don't even through, I don't even get it. So let me just read it here. Throughout April. Nintendo of America territories will receive the last shipments of Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition for this year. We encourage anyone interested in obtaining this system to check with retail outlets regarding availability. 
We understand that it has been difficult for many consumers to find a system, and for that, we apologize. We have paid close attention to consumer feedback. No, you haven't. And we greatly appreciate the incredible level of consumer interest and support of this product. In January, Nintendo announced that the NES Classic Edition sold 1.5 million consoles at the company's third quarter fiscal results meeting. This is what I heard from this. Um... Man, we really, really dug in to the consumer feedback, which was make more of these systems so that we could buy them. And then we appreciate the increased level of people wanting to get the system, so the best thing that Nintendo could do is not sell anymore. How dumb are you? You just... That's the most hypocritical statement I've ever heard anybody say, like, oh, we know you love the system and you want more, so we're going to stop selling it. The... The thing here is, the, the, the simple thing here is that you have really told us nothing as to why you stopped. So now you have Forbes and other companies coming out and saying that they did it to protect the Switch. That's that. So you got other companies yeah. that are blindly coming out and writing these articles, and you're not defending yourself. So if you true, if they're right, first of all, if they're right, and that's why you killed it to defend your other system that you have a lot riding on, like. That's shitty, okay? Like, if you can't if you can't put out two products and explain to me why I would want both, then you're a shitty company. Like, you don't know how to like sell me, and I and I don't believe that that I don't believe Nintendo can do that. Like, I believe Nintendo's better than that. But what is the issue? Is the issue that the system was way too easy to hack? Because now you go on eBay and every other system that's for sale on eBay is 700 game NES hacked mini. So, you know, that was another thing. Is it too easy to hack and because of it they're not protecting their their intellectual properties? And is it that every year around the holidays we're going to get the NES mini series 2, series 3? with 30 different games, with 30 different games. Well, if you have one out there that's easy to hack and you can put 700 games on it, why am I going to buy Series 2? Why yeah. am I going to buy Series 3? So maybe you're bringing it back and you're redesigning this thing so it's not as easy where I can literally hack this thing in about three minutes. It doesn't take anything at all to get this thing loaded up as long as I have the ROMs to put on it. Not hard, but... Be honest. Just like tell people why you're doing it, and if you and maybe you can't because you don't have a reason. But this is t right now. It just looks piss poor. Right now, it looks horrible move on Nintendo's part because people want this still. Yeah, still so much to the point that uh, I'm going to quiz you guys again. So Nintendo drops this news on April 13th. So I'm like, man, let me go look at eBay and find out what the highest dollar amount that a Nintendo NES Classic has sold for on eBay up to the 13th when this news dropped, right? So, sold on April 13th was the highest priced Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System. I put it around 125 I'm going $450. Oh, yeah, you're both close. Um, it sold... On April 13th, for $4,888.88. Oh, the day that it got announced. I wasn't, day, th yeah. I wasn't thinking the that The day way. that the cancellation got announced, yeah. a system sold for that amount on eBay. Yeah, so here's here was my mind thought. Let me just explain this to you. I ended up with an extra mini, okay? And I knew that on eBay, my $60 purchase could, could net me $100, $120 before the 13th. 
they had kind of calmed. I mean, it's still ridiculous, but they had calmed down. After the 13th, it has it, now that is unbelievable. Yeah, and unbelievable. Right? Yeah, but uh, even on a normal level, they've tripled. Yeah, every, average, every single one you're is, averaging 450 to 600. Yeah, right they're now. they're out of control. I've seen them for 250, but again, it's like every few in between, you know. So, yeah, what what I will say, it hasn't been confirmed, so don't everybody jump at it. But there may be an NES Mini event coming to MCG for our fans. So an opportunity to, that may may be uh, showing up here shortly for one of you that didn't get a mini that could potentially get one. I'm about to quit and become a fan. Is it true that they're bringing out a Super Nintendo one? So like they this? they have a pat they did put a patent out for like a SNES mini, which is you know some people are like, well every year they're going to come out with something, but I mean it has, nothing's been confirmed from Nintendo. They can't even tell us why they're not making this system. So, gotcha. it's super disappointing for a sixty-dollar device. That you you sold one point five million of them. You could you could literally flood the market with one point five million more, and they would sell quickly. Yeah, I want I wanted one of these things. Just you know, like the timing wasn't right because the two weeks before this released, they announced the Switch, and I was like, well, I'm gonna put my eighty dollars I would have put into this and the second controller into getting a switch. But had it been timed out a little differently, I would have hands down went crazy trying to buy one of these just because it's a convenient way to play classic games. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope they come out with some more information because this just does not make any sense to me that you moved up one point five million of these and the manufacturing of this little device costs it's nothing. It's a little Raspberry Pi and the ROMs you own. So like the only oh, I'm sorry. The one other thing that could happen is that you did have some third party games in this in this system that weren't yours, like let's say like a Mega Man, right? That they assume maybe there's a licensing issue where they they were losing the licensing issue, so they couldn't produce anymore. But again, unless Nintendo comes out and actually tells us, we don't know. Right. But why would unless unless this was a license from 30 years ago, why would they not? You know, if it was something that they had to relicense to re-release this, why would have they just been like, "Well, we can only produce this thing for six months"? I have no idea. It, it, so again, that seems it's unlikely. I know. But if it was, they could just roll out a new one with different light with different games they have licensing for. I love Mega Man. I think it's essential to this collection, but there's no reason they couldn't replace it with something else that was at least good. Which I is know why, why this is happening. Series two. It's very easy. They're not telling us because they haven't come up with the skit. That an eight-year-old would understand in order to tell us. So when they give us this news, they got to have like a guy come down in like a ninja suit and like, hey, ah, we're hacking the Nintendo Entertainment System off the market because you know. I wish we had cricket sound effects. I really, <laughs> I let the whole team down by us not having that. I, I, um, I assure you, I'll get cricket sound effects for the next time Jazzy tries to push a joke that bombs. I'm not gonna lie though. The the reason why we let that bomb is because that's how it would have gone with Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> the crowd would have just been quiet. Yeah, about it, exactly. If you watch, if you watch the Switch presentation, that's exactly. There was no response. We shouldn't give Jazzy a response if we want it to be genuine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just I, being real, yeah. Ethan. I have. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry, he put gum in his water. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" You keep hitting that yeah, spray. Yeah, because I don't want to be chewing gum on the show. That's disgusting. Sorry. Just put it under the table like I always do. 
You son of a bitch. That's why I had to scrape all that gum out of the table. You knew it was where I sit. There was no one else that would have done that. I'm the worst person. Of course I'm going to stick my gum under the table. All right, back to the show. There's only one person worse than all of you right now, and that's Nintendo. True. So at least, at least hold that above, you know, hold that close to your hearts. All right. Let's get to our main topic. Star Wars Celebration was last weekend, and... We got a bunch of news. We got a new movie trailer that's uh, been been watched probably 8 billion times. We have all sorts of cool news. But we have some surprising news. Some news that I'm going to be very positive about. And anybody that wants to be negative can. But I'm taking this in a very positive way. Battlefront 2 was revealed at Star Wars Celebration. And to my surprise... They did everything that we talked about on a previous episode. When we told them this is what they would need to do, even Jazzy was the one that was like, they need a campaign. They need they need a story mode. And I was like, yeah, but that's so much work. We're getting a story mode. Yep. And not only are we getting a story mode, we're getting a story mode that takes place thirty year in a 30-year period between The Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And the story will follow a protagonist, Iden Verso, who leads an elite Imperial unit called Inferno Squad, and players will get to the chance to play as well to play at well-known characters like Luke Skywalker, Kylo Ren, and more during the campaign. So we got to see a little teaser trailer of that story of the, and we got to see flashes of the character, and I was like, okay, this is this is promise this is cool i was not expecting this at all and then uh at the star wars celebration ea announced that star wars battlefront 2 will be releasing worldwide on the ps4 the xbox one and pc november 17th and it is now available to pre-order so this is where i'm like okay this is so cool then the trailer happens to show my boy Darth Maul and I was like whoa if I can play as Darth Maul everything is forgiven from Battlefield 1 so another person takes the stage and it gets even better because for once EA and DICE and and turns out these other two companies that were there are also working on this game did what they needed to do or I should probably say this more correctly. We're forced to do what they were what happened, and that is, according to EA, the campaign is developed by former Ubisoft Toronto head Jade Raymond uh, of Motive Studio, and new characters have been created in close partnership with the story group at Lucasfilm. That was one of my big questions: Is this story going to be canon? On stage at Celebration, Lucasfilm themselves confirmed that Battlefront 2 story will be canon with the Star Wars universe. That's- you are doing this right. This is exactly what needed to happen. You're filling gaps where there is nothing, and you're making it canon because you're working with the right people. You're working with Disney. You're working with Lucasfilms. You're working with the right people. So that was great news to hear. It makes me even more excited about this campaign, you know, that is going to mean something. Then we get into Battlefront 2's multiplayer. So it is once again, the multiplayer is developed by DICE, who uh, who did develop the first game. 
Battlefront 2's multiplayer will span all three eras of Star Wars films and will have playable heroes and villains including Rey, Luke, Yoda, Darth Maul, Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, and many more. Modes will support up to 40 players, and maps announced so far include Yavin 4, Mos Eisley, and Starkiller Base from the latest film. <sighs> so again, I'm like, oh man, here we go. This is, this is, it can't, like, this is everything we wanted, and then they keep delivering more. They go, Space Battles will also return, and are in development by Crit, Crition, sorry, is it Criti, Critteron? I think is how you pronounce it. Anyways, who previously worked on the Burnout franchise? Oh. Right? Okay. And they were the ones that made the X-Wing VR experience, which actually was a very impressive, like, mini experience. You know, it wasn't a game, but um, in the first Battlefront. So EA says Battlefront 2 offers high-stakes dogfights with land and... Air vehicles and players will be able to pilot ships, including the First Order Tie Fighters and Millennium Falcon, and more. <sighs> I'll fly one of those Y wings. It's probably gonna happen, man. You could do it. An Elite Trooper Deluxe Edition will be available to pre-order, including upgrades to all trooper classes and access to the game three days early on November fourteenth. EA Access subscribers will be able to play as early as November 9th. Anyone pre-ordering Battlefront 2 will also receive the Last Jedi-themed content, including exclusive Kylo Ren and Rey-themed looks based on the characters' appearances in the upcoming film. Skins are unlocked for the game's multiplayer mode and will include epic ability upgrades. Alongside that, pre-orders will also unlock a new First Order ship and the Last Jedi's version of the Millennium Falcon for the game's space combat mode. And then... To just round it off really well and, and make me realize like they, that they seem to put a lot of thought in this campaign, the full cast of Battlefront 2 wasn't revealed fully, but EA confirmed on stage that Gianna Gavinkar, which is from True Blood and Halo 5, will play the main character, and then Paul Blackthorne from Arrow was briefly shown in a behind-the-scenes video, though his specific role has not been has not currently known. So... They're pulling some decent voice work, too. And, I mean, this is... Did you expect this? Man, um, so we got a campaign. We've got new con- new story content in which they're linking up with Lucasfilms. Uh, f- up to 40-player multiplayer. Um, you know, they still have all the airship battles. Uh, pretty sweet pre-order packages. Um, all I have to say to EA and Dice is, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Game Bill podcast. <laughs> Seriously, like I couldn't believe everything we wanted. When I when, I didn't even bother to actually watch this trailer during Star Wars Celebration. I was like, it was like I have no faith in this game. And then it it found its way on my Facebook feed. And when I watched it, I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh no. And I think I posted on my personal page. I was like, damn it. I'm gonna give. I'm going to give EA and Dice sixty dollars. You you suckered me in. I'm going to do it. Don't prove me wrong. Don't fuck this up. But I mean, what do you think? That I you're someone that actually enjoyed the first one longer than anyone. But after seeing this and hearing how they're what they're going to be trying to do to improve upon it, 
this game looks very promising. My uh, my initial thoughts were pretty excited about it. I'm a little concerned about the timing of the release. I kind of wish this game was coming out now because it's coming out two months after Destiny 2. Who knows if anything's going to be able to take me away from Destiny 2, even two months after it. Um, and it's really cool that, you know, the, the story mode looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. They're giving us content that spans a larger time period, so we're going to see more stuff that we wanted to see the first time around with Battlefront. Um, but my, my concern... I think is still super valid. Once you get through the story mode, what what else is there to work for? Because the 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 unlockables in the original Battlefront were all trash. The the unlockable guns, the skins, everything, you had nothing to grind for, nothing to work for, nothing to play for other than just playing, which is okay in some instances, but it's really nice to have something to go for and something to earn and unlock. So that that's my big question mark is Post game, what's really going to keep driving you beyond the story? Wait, you have a wife at home, correct? I do, and she would probably enjoy playing this game with you, right? She doesn't like shooters; they uh, they make her dizzy. Even uh, in the third person, she doesn't do as well. Well, Grim, give him the option of of what he could do with this with this next news. Well, the advantage, yeah, here's the advantage of what they're telling us so far about Battlefront Two, and that is simply this: they know that the game was pretty. But it was hollow. Yeah, it's, they, it's the best they, looking game I've ever played. Right, but that's what we that's what we said. They admitted it at celebrations. They said Battlefront Battle sorry yeah Battlefront One multiplayer looked right, but Battlefront Two wants to feel right, and the signs right now are pretty good. We read this article, and I wasn't going to read this whole. It was a super long article, but they were interviewing some of the people from Dice from these other companies that were that are involved with the second game, and they simply said, we know that your grind meant nothing in the first game. We know that the way that you could get power-ups did not work in the first game, and we are going to, we are reworking all of that in the second game. So does it mean they're going to hit, they're going to nail it? No, maybe not, but they're already talking about how there's different feel because they're going to build classes. So what happened in the first game is that your loadout could pretty much go anywhere, right? So it never made you connect to a character or a type of class or anything. Now they're going to they're they're moving away from that and they're actually going to try to build classes, but they're even going to feel slightly different in the sense that let's say you're playing in the Clone Wars era and the you know now you have the evil side which would be dro- uh, droids and the good side would be clone troopers, right? And there, if you pick the same class between the two, they'll still have some variation between the two. So they're trying to create uniqueness within the characters, but also give you flexibility where you know you can move around and change change different stuff. Where the first game, it was like it didn't matter what you ran it unless you just liked being in a black Tie Fighter suit or you liked looking like a rebel or you liked being a stormtrooper. It didn't matter. So they acknowledged that at celebrations, and they said. Just get ready because it's going to be way better than the Man, first one. Variations, Bungie, are you paying attention? <laughs> right. I do agree with that. I though that two months after Destiny Two is going, it's a tough window. That is a tough window to compete with. But here's the advantage. It's also that November's the Call of Duty window. November's yeah. you know like. But it's here's that time. here's the advantage. You have the word Star Wars on your game, and in one one, one month. After that, you have your new movie coming out. 
you know, the movie that everyone's waiting yeah. for. Plus, it could ride, like, yeah, you might get a little nervous, but if Destiny 2 bombs, you've just lit the rocket ship to this game. Like, that's that's true. That's true. If Destiny Two comes out and it's and it's not what people want, then this is the next move. This is the ne- this is their next option. They're going to move to this. And honestly, I did not expect them to deliver like this. And the fact that they they teamed up with Lucasfilm and they really and they worked with them and they said let's build let's build a story that's unique but also canon. I honestly, it's almost like this. I'm gonna buy this game to play the to play the campaign, and if the multiplayer sucks, I'm gonna be happier with this game than I ever was with the first Battlefront. That's sort of where I'm leaning. I really want to play the campaign. I yeah. was I wasn't 100 percent sure even when the rumors of this coming out. I was like, well, I liked Battlefront, but I don't know. And now that I'm like knowing that there's gonna be a campaign, it's like, well, I think I could shell out 60 bucks for anything Star Wars. I don't care. I just love Star Wars, so it's hard to not. So yep. PS4 Pro, Kylo Ren edition. Ooh. Think it's gonna happen? Oh man! If it, oh you're right because they did one for the last. Oh my god, <laughs> man! Yeah, well, that later one. I would, I would, uh, I would buy it. I mean, I would buy it. And one thing I want to say, Chris, Cable, I would buy it. I, I, Wait, Grim, would you buy that? I'd buy two. <laughs> Keep one in the box. One have one just here you in the all, studio. You all know Kylo. I'm I love Kylo. So I mean I don't care that he's a whiny little bitch. Like I love Kylo. And and or what if you did? No, I'm just gonna stop. I'm stopping. I'm fan, I'm fanboying. I'm fanboying right now, and I don't want to get myself too excited for then nothing happened. I'll be bummed out. What so. was your what if? I want to know now. I'm get excited! Get excited! It would never happen because I just like again if somehow they integrated like where they did maybe half the system is evil, half the system is good. So you had like the Siths and the Jedi. That'd be sick. And it was so that way, so that way I would get my Darth Maul on there, right? That's really all I care about. I was like, get me Kylo with Darth Maul, and you know, if you if you had to pick, who do you pick? You go Kylo, or you go Darth Maul. Who's Dar- your favorite? Darth Maul. Darth Maul, like he, he never got a real like. If you read the comics, or you and you read like what was canon back before it's not canon anymore, like. Darth Maul was awesome. It's just it's unfortunate that he like got chopped down and and left left to be ignored for the entire movies uh, and the prequels. But they brought him back in the cartoon. They did, and they brought him back in the comics, and he's sweet. But you know what, man, that is a tough call. I really like Kylo. Maybe they'll give us both. Cause uh, I'm just saying, after seeing this, Dice listens to our show. That's true. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm just going to let you know your question. It'd be, it'd be Kylo. Oh, yeah. you're going Kylo. Yeah, I'm sorry, Darth Maul. I, I love you, but Kylo Kylo is uh, he's my boy. I'll stay loyal to my boy Count Dooku. Give me a Count Dooku controller. I'll buy a new <laughs> PS4 controller with Count Dooku on it. I'll be the only person that buys it, but I'll buy it. I do uh, want to say this because, like you said, Call of Duty is coming out around the same time. And this is going to be the first Call of Duty that's boots on the ground and supposedly back in World War II yeah. following. So this game has the potential to freaking dominate the first-person shooter market for a long time. If Destiny fails, and Call of Duty's already been failing, no one's buying it. This has the opportunity to like springboard his whole career. And they can. And Dice has the ability to sort of parlay the success they had with uh, Battlefront with Battle. Yeah. Battlefield, Battlefield, yeah. Battlefield, Battlefield, Sorry, Battlefield 1 did, has done really well. A lot of good reviews. Yep. People really like it. And that's one of the reasons I had a little hope that being that DICE did have a big success in between these two yeah. games. That's what we think. If they can take what people liked about Battlefield and put it into Battlefront, 
could be good. All right. Well, that was our news on Star Wars. Uh, are, will you be pre-ordering this? Oh, is this a day one buy for you? It it honestly is contingent on how Destiny's going. If if Destiny, if like September eighth hits and Destiny's rocking and rolling, and we're into mid October, and I'm still just that's all I want to play. It might be a little harder for me to shell out the sixty bucks to get right into it. Also, November is Mario Odyssey month. True. As of right now, so that's another uh, you know title that I'll have to purchase in November. But I love Star Wars; it's hard for me not to. And I did enjoy Battlefront. So again, remember, there's a campaign in this. So though Destiny could be Destiny's going to be primarily multiplayer. So if your friends aren't online, you could play campaign Star Wars. And I, you know, I have gamers club, so I'm looking at the forty-eight dollar price p- price point. I'm leaning. Uh, let's say I'm 75, 25, 75. I think I want to pre-order uh, 25. I think I'll let it slip by and see if I get it for Christmas. All right, Jazzy. I hated the first game. I hated it. I you had fact, fun with it. it off. You had it fun with bad. it. It was a fun. You game. played right. it. You played you it played plenty it. with there us. There were enough phasers and beaming me up and and Galactic Federational flying around. That's right. So you want to know what? I'm hey, gonna... I'm a Trekkie. My name's <laughs> Jazzy. Right. I'm gonna go play Star Trek Online. It's free. He did play that game. I did. It was terrible. It was not great. So <laughs> um, let's hear it. They're gonna get my sixty dollars. However, it might be delayed by like two days, and I might not pre-order it because I'm just gonna come over to Grim's house, and they have local co-op split screen, and I could play with him on the couch with my best twinsy ever, cause he's my best friend, and we gonna play some of this Battlefront two, and then we're gonna you know rekindle the magic of twinness that we have, and then I'm gonna be like shit. Well, I have to go home now, so I'm gonna go buy it so I can still play Which with you. Which is typical of what no. he does. No, Grim, play it with me instead. Yeah, and that's so that was my next point. I was gonna bring up is that. That was the next point we were going to bring up is that local couch co-op where you could play two-player and your progression when you play co-op, you can earn stuff that you both will be able to take, take online it. in the multiplayer. Yep. I hope there's not too much good stuff. I hope it's not too much, but this reminds me of Fantasy Star. Yeah. I could play offline four players if I wanted to with my buddies and, and go grind through Fantasy Star and build up some stuff and then go online with it. And that was great for the time that, like, I just couldn't be online. So I think it's really cool. We're seeing this return to couch co-op because of the Switch, and now it looks like even some of these games coming to other consoles are are also noticing that people want it. Battlefront 1 has couch co-op, and and because of that, I've actually played it multiple times when friends come over to my place because I don't have a lot of couch co-op games on PS4. I'm like, oh, want to play Battlefront? Like, that's kind of cool. So So I'm, I'm... I like that step, but let's talk about the one, the one issue. I had I um I got here to the studio pretty early before you guys did, and I was hanging out with Brick Bitch, and we had a whole talk session while she made our enchiladas about how I feel about this. Well, those enchiladas. So they announced <laughs> at celebration that the Star Wars Battlefront Two will not have a season pass. So there will be no season pass, and we already know we already mentioned that the offline local co-op uh, is and it is only it's exclusive to console, so there's no local co-op for PC. But Battlefield Battle Battlefield sorry Battlefront Two creative director 
Bernard Diemer confirmed the absence of a season pass in an interview with Mashable. We don't want to segment our community, he said, with regard to why the team opted to forego a season pass. So, with regard on how content for Battlefield 2 will ultimately be delivered, Electronic Arts released the following statement to Mashable to clarify the comments. While we're not ready to confirm any live service plans just yet, what we can say is this, we we heard the feedback from our Battlefront community loud and clear. We know they want more depth, more progression, and more content. So we're focused on delivering that in every dimension of Star Wars Battlefront 2. We'll have more to share about our plans soon. I got an answer to this. They want to nickel and dime the shit out of us. Yes. I, I actually am thinking the opposite. You think they're going to give it to us free? All free DLC. They seeing how well Overwatch is doing with all its DLC and how much people come back to that game without paying for anything. I think they're like, okay. If if they were if that's true, that is that would be the smartest move they could possibly make. I. Think- I I listen to Deadite's concerns, and it scares me in the sense that it is EA, and we know what EA likes to do with their games, and that is microtransaction the shit out of them. So that's, we're going to get one or the other. That's what we're getting. That's true, but I think EA is kind of coming around to seeing that their games are no longer top tier. No one plays EA games. You don't think of anything good with EA. It's anymore. true. No, you're 100% right. I mean, except for the only game, the games that they control, like, People are going to play Madden because in FIFA. in FIFA because they dominate. But go ahead, let us, uh, Deadite, feed us in with your thoughts on this. If they come out closer to release and they say, we're going to support this game with multiple free events, free DLC, free content throughout the life of this game, that 75% want to pre-order probably becomes 99%. Yeah. Because if it has that Overwatch feel where every couple months there's something new that I'm hopping in and playing and enjoying, consider me in. Um, but if it looks like what they're going to do is just nickel and dime the hell out of you, and that's the reason they're not offering a season pass, that's one of the things that sucks about playing Battlefront right now. Is there's some there's just there's a little bit of content I'd love to do like different levels or different modes that I'm not going to pay for because the game isn't worth investing in. It came with the system you guys gave me. That's yep. the only reason I even own Battlefront. <laughs> I probably would have bought like a ten dollar copy at a resale store by now. But the reason I own it is because it came with the system. And it's not, the game's not good enough to invest extra money into. And so even with what they're bringing to the table for Battlefront 2, I'd be really hesitant to invest anything other than the base price for the game for that same reason. So if they're going to do free content, consider me in. If they come out and say we're going to nickel and dime the hell out of you, don't do it. But what they said is they don't want to fragment the community, which that really should lead to we're going to give you free content. And I think Cable brings up a great point. I mean, right now, everyone needs to look at Overwatch. Everyone needs to see the success yeah. that Overwatch has perfor- has done in such a short period and look at the fact that, like, okay, if we just give this content away, how many more copies of this game are we going to sell versus if we don't? how ma- Like, I'm curious, as their game started to fail miserably in Battlefront 1, how badly their DLC sales dropped off. Like, I, I enjoyed most of the DLC because I got a season pass with my Vader PS4. So it's the only reason why I played the Death Star missions and, and the other DLCs because I literally got lo- logged on and they were there. 
So, oh, but did you play as Dengar? What the hell was that? <laughs> I'm still upset. It's you, Dengar, why, man. What, why would you give us that as a downloadable character? I'll tell you why, because they saved it all for Battlefront 2, it and they're giving it to true. us. <laughs> Think about it, though. Like All they have to do is release the free, L- free DLC, and then what? Uh, Overwatch makes a ton of money off of... Loot boxes that give you different shaders. Yeah, you can and still don't fragment their community. They keep the retention of their players and allow them to have a different look. Yeah. I mean, the only difference, the one thing that doesn't play well with Overwatch is that Overwatch, you level up and you get loot boxes, but realistically, your leveling means nothing, right? right. It's, it's, it's just pure bragging rights. Here, like, you have to have progression. Mm-hmm. You know, like... There has to be it has to be more of that Call of Duty style where I'm 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 working towards this gun. I'm working towards this armor. I'm working towards whatever, you know? And so in that sense, are we grinding for the the armor upgrades and the weapon upgrades, but the appearance is going to be a yes, I can get it in game if I'm patient, but I can also buy appearances but the perk side of it I'm not getting unless I earn it, you know? So mm-hmm. that's just one extra mechanic that Overwatch doesn't have to worry about that they are going to have to worry about. And, you know, we'll see. They're acknowledging that they know it's a problem. Now we have to see if they're going to deliver something that works better than the previous game. See, I never mind microtransactions when it comes to appearances. Like no, that yeah, that's fine. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't care. But I think the big problem you had with Battlefront 1 was, you brought it up, was that the best gun in the game was a pre-order bonus. Yeah, to me, the best one in the game was a pre-order bonus. <laughs> yeah. So here I am. I bought the game day one as a Vader, uh, you know, midnight launch, but I didn't pre-order it, so I didn't get the gun. What? Yeah, I didn't pre-order the game. I just went to the store and bought it, so I didn't get the extra slip to unlock the gun. Oh wow! So I had to I had to grind to level twenty-five, even though I bought the five hundred dollar bundle, and then you pre-ordered the game, you know, the fifty dollar, the sixty dollar game. And you were running around with the Han Solo pistol, you know, where it took me probably like two weeks to get to it. And again, like whatever. Wait, like, you played this game for two weeks? I played it longer we than two weeks. Long. Then yeah. you, then you definitely put more time into it than I did. We played this game for a while, and then I might we, be a level six. I think we were mad at Destiny at the time, so it, it, yeah, 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 we were mad at Destiny. It helped. It, so this was just that, you know, this was that that. Uh, what do we call it? rebound? Yeah, I remember if we go, rebound. If, <laughs> if, if we go back to the BXAB show for the beta for Battlefront, your hype train was off the rails because you played the beta and you're like, "This is the best game ever!" Oh, for, and then the game came out and you're like, "I love Battlefront." And the honeymoon ended and you're like, "Battlefront is the worst game oh, in yeah. the world." That was one of the worst. So, so you, <laughs> if you guys have heard about the two week, the two week, two week grim honeymoon, the honeymoon phase, yeah, honeymoon phase of grim. That was one of the worst because it 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 is it's the prettiest game. I mean, it's so pretty. And Imagine like, what it's going to look like on a pro. Right, exactly. Enhanced okay, for the pro. HDR, yeah. yeah. And so now you're like, you know, you get in the game and you're like, oh yeah, there's all this stuff to to achieve. But then yeah, as you start to realize, none of it fucking matters. And then you're like, okay, well, how do I fly the Millennium Falcon? Chance. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean, chance? Like, I just keep going to the matches, and then one time I randomly spawn into the Millennium Falcon. They're like, yup. And I'm like, fuck this game in the ass. And I just, I was, oh, my God, I lost my mind about this game. So um, so that's why I had, I, I wasn't going to buy this. I wasn't going to buy two. But you know what? 
everything I heard this weekend was what I wanted to hear. You have my attention again. Uh, we will be seeing more E3, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Hey. I didn't know about the campaign until you said something. Now that has me like, yeah, I'm buying it. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's move on from Star, from Star Wars information. Uh, the, the next topic I have is Overwatch. They are trying out a new assist feature. So, if you're a May, if you're a Reinhardt, if you're one of those characters that you know you're just doing a hell of a job, but maybe you're not a DPS character and you're just not getting the... the Affection, the respect that you need. Overwatch game director Jeff Kaplan has explained how the game's development team is currently trialing adding assists to the game game's kill feed uh, in an attempt to make the efforts of players using heroes not focused on damage dealing more apparent. So, he stated, We're still playing around with it. I don't know, maybe someday we will count damage, but right now we have it so that, like crowd control abilities, you know, if May has somebody frozen, or if Reinhardt has somebody earth-shattered, Junkrat's trap is on you. Anything that removes your control that will trigger an assist, or things like Mercy's damage boosting, or Zenyatta's discord orb, will trigger assist counts. So a new track, you know, because right now I think is long, you know, the big thing is like, just get a hit in, right? Just get a bullet in. Like I play soldier, I'm not looking to necessarily kill everyone. But I go and make sure I do a lot of damage, and then when Cable goes in there and, and he last hits all of them because he's a kill-stealing bitch, then, then that way at least I get kill credit, right? I still get kill credit, which I, which I appreciate. So that way he can't, he can't take everything of mine. So <laughs> I'm just getting the, death, I'm, I'm getting the death stare right now. Put yourself on the camera and show, everybody the, show me the nope. death stare you're giving me. Yeah, give him the nope. death stare. Do it. Nope. Oh, you bum. Nope. You're doing it right now. I, I can see you. It kind of looks like this. Yeah, it was it was pretty. It was it was it was intense, but anyways, uh, so they're working on that. Uh, I think it's cool. They adding a new, a new stat that could help some of these characters that necessarily get lost. They get lost sometimes. You know, sometimes people pity. It's like whoever the healer is, we're just we're all gonna vote for the healer. You know, because because we gotta we gotta give prep we gotta give respect to the healer you because do. there's yeah, and you do and you need to, but like a lot of times. The Hanzo that pops his all and gets team kill just takes takes the whole the whole you know he's the match play of the match and he's the hero and it's like right but what you didn't know is that May just brought him back from the dead so that he could do that at the right time without without May he wouldn't have done that oh you mean mercy yeah, or sorry sorry mercy mercy yeah so you know like that being able to maybe set that up where because she rezzed him. And he's still in that res form. If he pops his pops his alt, then you know she should get some sort of credit with it. You know, like that that would be that'd be huge. So, yeah. all I, I have think to say because there's a lot of comboing now with Zarya and Hanzo. Yeah, exactly. Tracer. All I have to say is uh, thank you, Blizzard, for listening to the Gamezilla podcast. <laughs> uh, we realize that your ranking system is based off of medals earned, so. Um, Putting assists in the medals category is going to be uh, what I would have liked before the beginning of this last season. All right. So the other part of the Overwatch news I have is that Genji and Ooh. Hanamura map is coming to Heroes of the Heroes of the Storm, which is there, which is Blizzard's MOBA. So the next Overwatch character Tracer is already in this game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so Genji is making his way. Overwatch hero Genji and his boyhood home of Hanamura will be the latest additions to Blizzard's MOBA. Uh, available in beta form today, Genji is an assassin class with an expanded skill set um, from his Overwatch incarnation. His increased mobility, basic shuriken, spread attack, uh, defect, or sorry, deflect and swift strike abilities um, and the Dragon Blade Ultimate are all present in some form. And he also gains a new heroic ability, the X-Strike, which deals a huge damage in a cross shape across a chosen area. Okay, that's cool. New character, mechanics, whatever. This is where I thought it was cool. Despite being a control map in Overwatch, Hanamura arrives in Heroes of the Storm as a MOBA's first payload battleground with two lanes and a lot of open space. Teams o- teams can only damage the opponent's core by pushing payloads across the map, with each successfully delivered cart dealing sets amount of damage to the core. This takes a game of MOBA and actually adds a new mechanic to it. it it's a custom mm-hmm. map that that actually does does things a little bit differently. Yeah. It's, a, Winion, really it's cool. a Winion style MOBA. Where you're not actually doing the damage yourself, you're letting your minions do the damage. Yeah. So, I I read that, and you know the character was like, "Yeah, we saw that coming. Like they're gonna they're gonna share their characters across the their universe, you know, across their games, like they always have." But this is uh, this is cool because it adds a new mode to Heroes of the Storm. So, pretty cool. And I think it's cool because it feels like Overwatch. Like the payload concept, right. it feels like yeah, you're playing this MOBA now, but it still has that hint of Overwatch to it. Besides just the fact that you're playing an Overwatch character so, on an Overwatch map, right? Uh, next topic: Xbox Project Scorpio confirmed to be unveiled at E3 2017. So we talked about Xbox last episode about the spec reveal and, and, and how, you know, I'm I'm personally looking forward to this. I think Microsoft is listening. I think Phil Spencer has things turning in the right direction and Scorpio could be that push that they need to really get their self back on track. But the cool thing here that we weren't sure of is that Xbox has a scheduled event before E3. So the Sunday before E3, Xbox has their own event. They have now announced that the Xbox Scorpio will not be revealed at their event. It will be revealed at E3 hmm. on stage. Smart. Which, why are we excited about this, Jazzy? Because we going to be there! <laughs> Let's do it. Arms! Oh, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I watched that last week. No. <laughs> Same background, too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So, um, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, confirmed the impending reveal in a post on Xbox Wire. I am proud of the progress made with Project Scorpio and will and what it will mean for the creators who fuel the passion of gamers around the world. He said, adding, we're excited to unveil Project Scorpio and the amazing game experience it powers at E3 this June. Uh, E3 2017 will serve as a full reveal for the Project Scorpio rather than the separate event ahead of the expo. Um, So, yeah, that's super cool news. I'm excited. 
because we're not going to be out there by Sunday. So we're, we're not going to see Xbox's solo event. We're, we're only going to see them on stage at E3. And I thought, yeah, it, dude, I it's enough of, information overload. I'm not worried about missing anything because I'm already going to be overwhelmed. Yeah, but I think it's cool that our first E3, we're going to be able to experience a system reveal. Yeah. You know, there's many years that you can go there that the systems are already out. You're, for, you know, I mean, and this is a this is a midway reveal. So I mean, we're not going to potentially see another one of these for three, four years. Yeah, to the the monster system. Yeah, exactly the monster system uh, that really is setting the benchmarks. So. Yeah, I changed my mind. I'm probably not going to order Battlefront because you're probably going to be playing yours on a Scorpio, so we'll never play together. Maybe, we'll see. I do like that Elite controller. All right. Um, the other part of Microsoft news I have is that refunds may be coming soon to Xbox One and Windows 10. So, in an article uh, quoted again, they were, they mentioned, we're always looking for new ways to improve the customer experience and regularly release new features into the Insider program to encourage and foster fan feedback, which helps us test and refine features before they reach general availability. Earlier today, we enabled self-serve refund pilot testing for digital content via the Xbox and Windows Insider programs, and the testing is presently limited to select Insider members. Insiders can learn more about this criteria for claiming digital refunds via their Insider hub. Beyond that, we have nothing further to share, they said. But users on the Microsoft subreddit first noticed the policies showing up for users currently enrolled, like we said, in the live preview program. According to the message captured by one user, if you play a game and decide you don't like it, you have 14 days to get a full refund as long as you haven't played more than two hours. The policy is similar to the spirit of Steam refund policy, which was introduced in 2015. The same conditions apply for games purchased through the Steam client. Refunds must be re uh, requested within 14 days, and the game can't have been played for more than two hours. This is huge in the sense that we just got done talking about GameStop and the and the struggle they're having with digital sales uh, eating away at their physical sales. And now you're telling me that I can, on a console, purchase a game like Battlefront and then play it and go, nope, it's the same thing as last time. Give me my money back. Yeah. Guess what I can't do even with a physical copy once I break that seal? Return Get it. A, yeah, I can't even return it. So... This, I think, is another step for digital for the popularity of digital, especially in the console world where it hasn't existed yet. Yeah, unfortunately, and and this is this is gonna be a stretch just because I'm a Sony fanboy and I'm not a huge Xbox fan, but um, this could also hurt them and the fact that they don't have anything to play on their system still. So when people buy their games, they'll be like, nope. Nope, and they'll never sell another Xbox game. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I want to refrain. Like we we here, yeah, are very Sony sided. Some of us are very biased, and some, of, but we are all very Sony oriented players. So I want us to move away from the idea of saying there's nothing to play on the system because it's not true. Yeah. I could play Overwatch. I could play Destiny. I could play Battlef Battlefront 2. I could play Ori and the Blind Forest. I could play Halo. I could play Gears of War. So the idea is, yes, for us, all we care about are, first, are, are exclusive titles. Give me an exclusive title on Microsoft that makes me want to play your game like Ori, like Sunset Overdrive, like Gears of War. But for the Xbox owner 
that maybe doesn't have the Sony device and his friends do reside on the Xbox, they have all the games that we play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They have Ghost Recon. Yeah. They got Final Fantasy. Yeah, they don't have Horizon. Sure. They don't have Uncharted. Sure. I'm not saying there's not there's exclusives. I'm, I'm not saying the exclusive war is even. Sony's winning that war, for sure. But there's stuff to play on the Xbox, so I want people to understand that, yes, we make fun of, <laughs> of this from our viewpoint. Our viewpoint is... I want to play Gears. I want to play Halo. I want to play, give me a new Fable. Give me a new, you know, give me your exclusive IPs. I liked ReCore, Quantum Break. You know, you had these games. Some of them fell flat, but they were exclusives, and they did make me turn my system on. And that's what you're missing. So in that sense, I agree with yeah. you. But I like the idea of scale bound. Man, I wish that wouldn't have gone down. It looked just, like a mess. It, it did. Uh, very it looked like the you know project. what else looked really like a mess to me initially though. Final Fantasy 15, and I loved the shit out of that. It's game. true, actually. So. Final Fantasy 15, I was I was really concerned about, but Scalebound did look like it just took a turn and fell off a cliff. <laughs> it, it had That's this. True. It had this. It had this potential. <laughs> That I was like, oh my god, this is going to be like Fantasy Star with dragons. Like that's basically what I looked at it like. And then six months later, we saw a gameplay, and I think we all sat here and said, "What happened to this game? Like, what yeah. happened? This is not the same game." And it fell apart. And I think Microsoft did the right move and said, "You know what? Instead of trying to just limp this thing to release, let's just yeah. bail." Oh, during this boss fight, you didn't actually fight the boss. You just jumped from this rock to a dragon's back, and then back to the rock, and yeah. then to the dragon's back, and then a different dragon's back, and then to the rock. It's like, okay, yeah, so it's it a was, jumping puzzle. <laughs> it was, it was, it was very rough, and I think they made the right move. You know, I'd like to see it maybe re- reborn down the road somehow, but that's up to Platinum Games. Yeah. Um, but back to the refunds. I think you know. Let's it's on. Let's say it comes to Xbox here in the next. I don't know. Next year, within the next year, we get it. Does it make Sony consider to do it themselves? Do you think this is something that we're going to start seeing, where we're going to see it on the Nintendo could even move into this possibly? Do you see other companies jumping on board and saying, "Hey, this could be a huge piece for us," where we're because let's be honest, no manufacturer or developer likes GameStop. Because they have to sell their game to GameStop, and then GameStop sells it 18 times, and you know they only get paid, they only get credit for it once, and the other mm. 17 times is pure profit for GameStop. Here, they're 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 selling directly to us. The sixty dollars goes from Microsoft from you to Microsoft. There's no middleman. So, could you see that expanding where this is this is the future of digital sales? It's already at Steam. I mean, it's a smart move for all of them. Uh, do I think that they'll all jump on board right away? Definitely, probably not. Just because of the past in, you know, both Nintendo and Sony not jumping onto some great ideas that Xbox does have, like, mm, like uh, being able change? to change my name. <laughs> like, that's so silly, but it's such a great feature. So. I pay Xbox ten dollars to change my name, and I've done it. I don't know, probably five times in my Xbox like live career or whatever. So that's fifty dollars that Microsoft has gotten off me just to change my name. Yeah. And how many members does Xbox have? I mean, God of Games AJ, who I've not brought up in a long time, has changed his name on Xbox. It, it seems like probably fifty times since I've known him from Best Buy to now. So we're talking in a ten-year span. <laughs> so like. Again, there's hundreds of dollars that Microsoft just made 
because this guy likes to change his name. Yep. That's money. You're like, I'm not even talking about the fact of like making your fans happy. You're losing out on money. I'm just saying this E3, Sony's going to say you can change your names. Calling me here right now. You heard it. Cable. Cable. I hope you're right. (laughs) I hope you're right. Hope you have some insider information. Man, I hope you're right. Nathan Drake told me. Oh God, here we go. When I was visiting the Nutty Gods. I'm not even acknowledging it. We're just going to move on to the next <laughs> I'm story. I'm going to cut his mic. Thank I you. know how to do it now, and if he threatens, I'll f- do it. Why? Why do you have against? No, and he's real. gone. And he's out, <laughs> and he's out of here. See ya. He can't even chime in on his own news story. Ghost Recon Wildlands first DLC release date and details revealed. The first expansion for Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Narco Road will release on April 25th for $14.99 for all platforms. Season Pass holders will have access to the DLC a full week before on April 18th, a.k.a. tomorrow. (gasps) Or if you're listening to this on iTunes, today. (gasps) But um, in Narco Road, players must earn the trust of three new gang bosses who are collectively led by the elusive El Invisible in Bolivia. There are 15 campaign missions for players to work through in their effort to take down El Invisible, as well as new types of side missions and racing challenges, which must be completed to earn more fame and followers. The expansion features four exclusive outfits and nine new weapons, plus four new vehicle types, monster trucks, nitro-boosted muscle cars, motorcycles, and aerobatic planes. Did they fix the driving yet? It doesn't say. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, <laughs> actually, time out. No, time out. Because uh, as of a few days ago, new patchwork came out. So did you you played last night? Was driving any better? It was. Certain cars had a better feel to it. I wasn't sliding off the the road as much. Yeah, as supposedly some patchwork came out that was supposed to improve a lot of things. So I didn't know if driving was one of them. But there is another patch that will be dropping with this DLC, so maybe it, they'll continue to work on it. I mean, I'm enjoying this game. I'm going to play more of it. I'll probably play, stream it tomorrow. It was fun. Hey, listen. In the GameZilla podcast group on our Facebook page, any of our social media, or just put it into Twitch or Discord chat right now, Cable's been trying to get me to play this game. And... Our good friend here at the cast, Ecto Cooler, came up with a great idea. Said, "We need Twitch views. Why don't you guys stream this? But when you communicate, you have to sing your communication back and forth to each other." Try it right now. Come Chris, I'm about to take the snipe shot. Cover my ass. Oh fuck, Chris! A grenade just landed on my crotch. Hurry, Chris! I wanna pull this noob. <laughs> Y'all got me beat. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You so want to be part of the squad, yeah. you got to sing, yeah. bitch. If you want to bag in his body. If you want this to happen, post it anywhere on any of our social media or in the chat now, and I will make it happen. If they play, I'll sing. Highlight of the show. You heard it. Highlight of the show right there. If they play, I will sing. I might be a pimp, sucking dick for some bullets. I'm talking about bullets and hoes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that was uh, the news. (laughs) 
So for all these news topics and more, make sure to stop by the Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, where we we post all these videos, articles, different stuff, and we have conversations, comments, all being held at the GameZilla podcast group. So please join the group. It is a closed group, so request access. We will let you in, and we talk about games every day there, so don't miss out. Just a quick reminder, too, a lot of these uh, highlight videos of this stuff that we're doing here and of other news articles or other shows like Alpha or Legend of Retro all happen on our YouTube channel. So make sure to go to Motor City Gaming on YouTube, hit that subscribe and that bell for notifications so that you don't miss out on any of the great videos in case you missed this live stream. And if you're listening to this show and you're a Switch fan and you're like, hey, how come you didn't talk about the... The Nintendo Direct that happened last week? It's because it was covered on GameZilla Alpha that released on Sunday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, everywhere you get your uh, Motor City Gaming podcast. So make sure you listen to this week's GameZilla Alpha podcast to get the lowdown on everything happening with Nintendo. Awkward silence? It's uh, it's your turn. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Nope. Ooh, whose turn is it, Jazzy? Well, listen. I'm it's trying. time for emails. I'm done. I'm done. You just ruined all of our momentum. You want to know what? You went so long in the news that my computer died because I didn't plug the battery in. Hmm. So I'm trying to pull it up on my phone. That was a that was a, a hearty He's bit of lying. news. I still have seventy percent. Yeah, I have I have seventy percent battery life, and uh, and cable just told on you. <laughs> it's frozen, cable. Look, it won't do anything. Because you have an Asus. <laughs> what do you need? Do you want me to read it? What are we reading? The news. emails. I'm no, a no, no, no. We're doing Buster Bust. Buster Bust. What is it? You want me to read the emails right now? I didn't get the intro, so I you usually ask for the intro. That's how it works. Oh, okay. Maybe. I know you've been. I know you've been gone for a week because you were suspended. But like, pull your shit together, Echo Fox. Okay. Can I please get the intro to the emails? Say it nicer. Say <laughs> <laughs> it nicer. The FBI has just sent a letter to GameZilla informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Okay, Jassy, fiddle your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. That's right, you write them, we read them. Jazzy reads them, but he's not ready, so I'm just going to filibuster this shit, and we're going to snake this fucking shit all day long. You can't touch it. Go ahead, Jazzy, try. No, you can't, because BMC <laughs> says, hey, fellas. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I apologize for the delay. I really nintendo that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> BMC writes in, hey, fellas. Last week, Grim talked about spending $800 on Gears 4. Wait, time out, time out. Okay, that was that was the beta one second. Now we now we can finish the email. Perfect. Wait, time out. That's how Nintendo does it. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna rewrite the whole email because I just fucked that all up. Okay, hey fellas, last week Grim talked about spending $800 on Gears 4. What is the most you have spent on a game or franchise between the cost of the game, the DLC, the collectibles, the clothes, etc. Surprised that minus Bioshock Trilogy at $500. Sorry to make you do math. Estimates are fine. Game on. Friend of the show, BMC. 
Jazzy's is World of Warcraft. Ethan's is Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure. And yeah. Cable's is Spice World Alive. It's not even a real game, but he somehow spent all that money on it. I like Spice Girl. I think Jazzy's actually was probably right. Am I right? No. Okay, League of Legends. League of Legends. <laughs> it yeah. is a free game to play. Right, but I didn't think about all the like yes. stuff outside Between the game. Between the Riot figurines, the Funko Pops, the art book, the uh, art that I've bought, the apparel, the trip to Toronto to watch the finals, the skins in-game, I have put, and I did some quick estimated math, probably about... Sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars in this game. Did you say sixteen hundred and two? Sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Oh, oh, I thought you said sixteen oh two. I was like, the, damn, that's pretty specific. Yeah, sixteen oh two. Oh, interesting. Oh, boy. Um, what about you? What about well, you, Doug? It's been going strong for twenty years. I've bought more than one system to enjoy this franchise. I've bought countless pieces of cardboard and hoping to find some that have metal inside the cardboard. I have a whole shelf of plushes. Pokemon. I've spent mm. a lot of money on Pokemon between me and uh Poke Al over the years, so it's a no brainer. Cable. Uh we'll have to say SOCOM. One and two is the most thing. I bought three PlayStation 3s, four copies of SOCOM, and... Um, <laughs> Time out. <laughs> <laughs> three, three systems, but four copies. Well, I broke one because uh, the disc just burnt out. I bought one for Amber. What? You burnt out a disc? The disc just stopped playing. It How just... many hours did you think you played SOCOM? Oh, SOCOM easily over... Shit, about five to six hundred hours of SOCOM. <laughs> okay, <laughs> SOCOM right. was my game. Okay. I probably say I spent the most money on any game with SOCOM. Okay, all right. Um, man, I mean, obviously, we already talked about my Gears of War recent purchase, which was the system, the collector's edition, the elite controller, and BMC said eight hundred. It was probably with everything all said and done, closer to a thousand, but. Plus all your previous Gears of War games you've bought. If we're talking franchise, yeah, if we're talking franchise, then then, then I've bought other gear system, other gears systems, and obviously all the games. So I mean, Gears has got to be up there, but League has got to be up there as well. In this, and I'm not as I like, I have a problem where I buy lots of jerseys, and I bought you know buy art books and figures, and you know, and then within the game, I'm not patient. So I'm like, if I want the character, or if I want the skin, I don't earn the in-game currency. I just go out and buy it, right? So it's probably a toss-up of League, then Gears. I'm trying to think if there's another one that's out there that would You've be... You've spent a decent bit on Pokemon yourself. Yeah, Pokemon is up there, too. I, I bought a lot of Pokemon. Halo? You spent a decent bit on Halo. You bought a few games of collector's editions and systems. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about franchises, then yeah. I mean, Halo, I, I, I own every Halo collectible system and then every Halo game and Halo collectibles. But recently, a lot of those were bought like well after. So like the, the Xbox One, that's the Halo edition. I mean, I picked it up for like a, a buck 20, you know, and then... The uh, collector's edition of Halo Five, the two hundred fifty dollars collector's edition, I picked up for fifty bucks. <laughs> so, you know, I where gears I paid top dollar for everything, and I clearly could have waited on the collector's edition and got it cheaper, but I just I couldn't because it's gears. 
Oh, man. All right. Oh, nice. So much money. In Thanks that. for the question, BMC. Next question comes from Xander. Injustice 2 launches in a month from today. Tekken 7 hits two weeks later. That being said, what characters would you definitely like to see in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? Give me three from each side. Oh, well, Marvel's easy. Give me the fucking X-Men back. I think it's bullshit that they're not going to be in it. So I want Wolverine. Wolverine and Wolverine. I want Nightcrawler. Yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah, Gambit. And Domino. Eh, I'm okay without Domino. So yeah, Domino's okay. I like Domino. Why are you touching the giant battery? Mm-hmm. I wish you had, had <laughs> I wish you had headphones on so you could hear hear what that sounded like. Sorry, I put it down. You son of a bitch. He was playing with a drill battery like some sort of weirdo. Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. I'm now yeah. he was licking the it. third weirdest person here. Did you just hurt? <laughs> You've passed me. Don't through. worry about what happens over here, all right? What happens on this side of the oh. table? You oh. just worry about producing the video. We're end of this. approaching two hours, and this is off the rails. Yes. Um, anyways, so what, what was the question? Oh. Capcom versus Yeah, who Marvel. do you want to see on the Capcom side? I mean, all I really care about Capcom is Mega Man. He's going to be in it. Woodman. The advantage the advantage with Capcom is that they're actually allowed to put their characters in this game. Marvel, unfortunately, can't put in the X-Men. So that's that's my problem. I want X-Men. They're my favorite group. I want them in it. But I'm happy that I'm getting Groot, Rocket, and, you know, and others, but still. I want Wolverine. Hell, I even want Cyclops back. That's I would tough love to, to say. X twenty three in there. X twenty three, can't have her. Yeah, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Because people can't get along. They can't, can't be friends. Deadite. Can't do it. We can be friends. I hate your face, but we're friends. You're just jealous of my face. It's completely different. I just said I hate your face. You it's don't. Jealousy, mean... not hate. It's different. No, I hate your, your face body. because I'm jealous. Well, that's hate. It's envy. So fine. Here's what I want. I hate your face. When it comes to Marvel characters. I want Moon Knight. He's in it. Is he? No. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Sega system all over again. Yeah, in your face. Was. In your first, face. This in your first face. thing that came to my mind. It's like, oh, he just Sega'd me. <laughs> when him and our friend DPK tricked me to thinking there was a new Sega system coming out like 10 years ago, so it was still believable. And you're still then. hurting. Still hurting from I'm it. I'm still, ouch. Okay, I want Moon Knight. I want Drax. He might be in it. He might be. He might be in the I don't know. I'm just. I haven't checked the roster. And then uh, sticking in the in the vein of that, I want Groot. Well, Groot is in. Groot is in. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So those are my Marvel choices. Um, when it comes down to what I want for Capcom, it's going to be Blanca. Uh-huh. Blanca is my favorite. Yep. Uh, of course, I want Snake Man. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Snake Man. <laughs> Give me a Snake Man in there, and then. I want Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Give me Scrooge swinging a cane and throwing coins at people. I'd be down for that one. Yeah. And then maybe he could, like, call in Rita Repulsa. Oh, no. What's up? Magica Dispel. Yeah. Rita Repulsa's power. Magica Dispel. <laughs> Rita Repulsa could be in it, too. Yeah. Fuck it. Magica Dispel to, like, throw spells in the Beagle Boys. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Give me, give me DuckTales. I want Missile. All right. It's a Pomeranian. In the game, uh... Ghost Trek Phantom Detective. Yeah, go ahead and read it off your fucking phone. I you will. don't even know what You're it is. You're a drony. I just wanted to become because he's a dog, and that'd be cool. Just say Rush. In the game. Yeah. No, it's, it's Rush. Get out. He's a dog. I'd rather have a Pomeranian. Oh my god. 
Imagine getting beat by a Pomeranian in a video game. Why not what say is... Okami? He was in one of them, wasn't he? I think was he was. He? I think you're right. He yeah. was in one of them. He was in one of them. Hey, what was that? Uh, what was that uh, game we played? That was a Capcom game where you fly around as an angel. It's a side-scrolling and overhead shooter. Legendary wings. Legend. Give me legendary wings. <laughs> yeah. And Sector Z while you're at it. I don't even know what it is, but it's made by Capcom. <laughs> Another trash and yes game. But real talk, why isn't Moon Knight in the game? He's the not cable. He's not a popular character. That's all. Why are people stupid and they don't like I Moon Knight? I want Zorn. I want Zorn in I there. I like Moon Knight. I know you like Do you guys him. know who Zorn is? Zorn. Zorn. No. It was Magneto when he was like hidden in part of the X-Men. He was oh. wearing this crazy like metal mask. He was really cool. I'd like him. See, I would like Silk, Spider-Gwen, Cable from Marvel side. Yeah, no more Cable anymore. Silk might happen. Silk is Spider awesome. Gwen, very possible. I can see them doing Spider Gwen. Yeah. Her what about Squirrel Girl? Give oh, me wait. Squirrel Girl. Wait, Spider Man is probably not going to be allowed, is it? Oh, no, wait. I moved back to Marvel. I moved back to Marvel. I forgot. Well, he's limited to Marvel. Yeah, so I don't. Away. Yeah, so I wonder if he's allowed. They got to have Spider Man in there. They have to put Spider Gwen because she's not part of that deal. This yeah. is Spider Man himself. Man, well, I wonder that one. If they can't have Spider Man, they better give us Spider Gwen. Like, that has yeah. to be the consolation that they get. I can see Gwen being in there, but I would love to see Silk. I would love to see the new Ghost Rider because he's just sick as hell to me. I like the way he looks. Um, Who owns Ghost Rider, though? Wasn't that, was a fo- wasn't that a Fox, too? No, because he's on um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so. Okay. Oh, yeah. Give us Nick Cage as Ghost Rider. Oh my gosh. Okay, thank you for the question. <laughs> After that, I'm moving on to sci-fi agent. Wait, you only gave us one answer. What are you talking about? He doesn't know Marvel characters. No, he already named his Marvel characters. He only named one I, I Capcom said Wood, character. I said Woodman. Fine, you only named two. Wow, Woodman, Cutman, Airman. Name somebody other than Mega Man characters. What are you talking about? I can name <laughs> most of the Street Fighter characters. Oh, what about Chip and Dale? I would say Jill Valentine. <laughs> Leon Kennedy. Yeah. Unnamed ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, liquor. That would be interesting. Ooh, yep, there we go. There That'd you go, Jazzy, I answered for you. Okay, yeah, liquor sounds good. Are we good? Are you guys done? We're waiting for you, Where man. you? <laughs> okay, thank you for the question, Xander. Sci-Fi AJ. Shout out Injustice 2. Shout out Prey. Drop it next month. What was that? Uh, I'm just, I have a Twitch because I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do now. Wow. <laughs> All right, so we're going to speed through these questions. Ready? One, is Prey sci-fi? Yes. 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 Two, you guys scooping it up? Yes. Yes. No. No. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? I just, I don't it's have time a, for it. Yeah. I don't have it's time for my schedule and my budget. It's just not happening. Plus, it looks plus, great. I'll play it with sci-fi. Plus I'll play sci-fi, I'll kill it and like. Two days and let let Dead Eye borrow yeah, it. That's absolutely true. Sure. He'll let me borrow it when he's done. Uh, three. When are we getting Gaming Inc. and what are we got? What are we getting? Okay, so I'm down to get Gaming Inc. Whenever you are ready. What I would be getting is my first like Gaming Inc. related because I already have Inc. So my first gaming related Inc. would probably be something Metroid based. Shocker, right? I'd like to get uh, something with Samus, a Metroid involved. You know, and and I, I'd be down with that if I had to pick a. You know, what would I get after that? Then probably. Oh man, I would probably go. I don't know, Gears. Maybe Gears of War. I'd like to have like a cog. That'd be cool. I'd do a cog for sure. You're a cog. That's true. Cog ma. 
I don't think I could do League yet. <laughs> I Cosmog I, I, from Pokemon? Uh, yeah. Cosmog? I, oh, I would, I would consider something Pokemon-based. I really like these 8-bit Pokemon stuff that I'm seeing. That's pretty cool. I like this 8-bit tattoo art. Well, if I'm getting gaming-related ink, it's going to be what Sci-Fi and Avery discussed. Uh, I'm going to get Reptile. I would. I'm not going to say I'm going to. I would get Reptile. He would get Scorpion. Uh, I would do Sub-Zero. And Grimmory said he would do Sub-Zero. Yep. Um, so that would be one. And actually, to sort of piggyback off what Grim said, uh, to get like the original sprite for Gengar, or like an 8-bit Gengar sprite would be super cool for my yeah. favorite Pokemon. That'd be really cool. I would consider on the like if we wanted to do something more like chill instead of like actually getting Sub Zero or Scorpion, you know, if, like if there's concern about the character, like it's just too much, like maybe we could look into like Icon, so like Lin Kuei, you know, like they they have those. Yeah, I don't know what the Saturn logo is. Yeah, so I mean that that's one one option like where it's a little less like why the hell do you have that on your arm or where, or your butt or wherever you're putting it? Why don't we just get, like, a whole back piece of Quan Chi summoning green skeletons? I mean, I, that, I already have that, but, I mean, we can do it again. Yeah, well, I'll do it on, on your front. front. Yeah, just do it on my front <laughs> side. Yeah. Jazzy? I Dragon appreci- seeds. appreciate the art that is tattoos and not saying that I'm against getting them. However, if I did get one, I don't think I could put anything video game related on my body. I just don't think that it would be something that I would be able to live with for the rest of my life. So, unfortunately for me, I don't think I'd do a gaming tattoo. But would you get a Godzilla tattoo? That would be difficult because I would have to spin it into some sort of memory of my father in growing up watching Godzilla. That doesn't sound tough to do. So. Mm. We yeah, we so. not we all bought into it. You're yeah. like, you know, I got this Godzilla tat. Cause you just get a Godzilla tat and you say, in loving memory. Done. Yeah. In this fire, in this fire, it's like a picture of your dad's face. Yeah. And then if I just don't like it, I'll just like cover it up a little bit, and then pff, Gamezilla podcast. I really, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not trying to peer pressure you, but you, you, you sit on this podcast for 153 episodes, and then you respond with, "I don't think I could have a permanent, Man, a permanent image know. put on me, gaming related." I don't. I mean, I'm not sure I can have any tattoo ever. I don't know if I can make that. Like, I don't even like writing in pen because I'm so neurotic about things being permanent. But I at least have thought through if I'm getting a gaming tattoo, it's probably Reptile. Yeah. I mean, my favorite game's League, and I can't really pick a favorite character because I, I do can. have... Morgana. Yeah, Morgana is like that probably my main. Alistair, he's pretty sweet. But if I had to go more general and the fact that it's just League of Legends, I'd probably get a cute little Poro, Poro on me somewhere. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like getting fired out of like Tristana's cannon. Like, You wouldn't get like a Hellgast logo? I don't know. I don't know. That's something small. I just, covered get, up. I just get the gorilla tattoo. <laughs> there you go. Brand yourself. Let's do it. Gorilla's sweet. Oh, I love him so oh, much. Why don't you get the Riggs logo? Man. Too soon, man. Shots fired. Too Shots soon. Fired. Clearly, it'd be a Legend of Zelda tattoo. Duh. Uh, cable. Um, I we had this conversation before. Um, I would get an arcade cabinet with all my favorite games because I was growing up, and on the screen would be my kids' birthday, 
and their names, their initials, their their birthday would be the high score. Nice, and that would be my. You see, Jazzy, man, that's a good. That's a fucking. See? That's the best tattoo out of. That's, that's real good. Yeah, he it's wins. Real good, Cable, Cable wins. wins. Cable wins. He's you want to know why? Because it has thought process. What am I going to do? Uh, uh, I'm going to put the uh, name of my dead chameleon in the uh, book of. Jazzy, you could have said that you were going to get a Dr. Mario tattoo in tribute to your mom. That would yeah. have been perfect. Yeah, it could Actually, be it could idea. be 8-bit you, 8-bit <laughs> you and 8-bit mom sitting in front of a N64 with a little TV with Dr. Mario on it. See, this is why I answered this, this way because I knew you guys were going to come up with something great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're fucking welcome. We're going tomorrow to get it. <laughs> oh, sorry, mom. Hopefully they 8-bit you well. Okay. All right. And our last question comes from Big Papa Braden's son. Whoa. Mr. Invalid son's back. What? This one snuck in. This one snuck past me. Yeah. So seriously, how big was your boner when you played Zelda Breath of the Wild for the first time? I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that. (laughs) You can see me holding my arm like this. Similar. (laughs) (laughs) Very big bulbous penis. I don't own those pants anymore. Um, Punch through just like an alien ripping through the chest right through my jeans. I can't remember. Like, I was excited for my PS4, but even like the launch title, like for it to be a launch title, I can't really remember. Maybe. Let me, let me let me think wisely about this one. Xbox original Xbox Halo. When I played it for the first time at launch, I was like, I had no idea what it was, and it was amazing. So like Zelda to me, that's like I was so excited to get home. I've already held this device, right? We already held this device. We played it. We didn't play Zelda, but we played the device at Pack South. So I already knew. I grabbed it, slid the slid the Joy Cons on. I was ready. But when I put Zelda in and it, and I started it, and I was just like, it was three in the morning, and I had to go to work the next day, and I'm like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And six in the morning, next, and then like I looked away, and it was six in the morning. I had to get up in an hour. I still went to work, but that switch came with me. <laughs> and all I'm saying is I didn't spend a whole lot of time in my cubicle that day, so sorry. But yeah, I... uh it's amazing. Big boner. Nice. What about you, Cable? How how big? Actually, not a big boner, but I did enjoy the game, and I really wanted it now. I'll play it. How's your Switch so far? I don't own one. Ah, that's right. All right, Cable, then the answer is this one. What is one other game that gives you raging erections every time you play it? <laughs> SOCOM. For Grim, we know it's Metroid Federation Force. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> oh, I hate you. don't play this music for that game. It's for the children. Happy Metroid Monday. <laughs> <laughs> He's just pressing buttons on the board. He picked two buttons that don't do anything. Suck it. Yeah, give me some coins for that. Oh, well, those are my coins. coins. Those are all my yep. coins. The coins are all mine. They're always mine. And then he says, it's for the children. C-A-B. Crazy Uncle Braden. Yep. Oh, hey, wait, man. A? C-A-B. I'm crazy-ass Brayden? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> crazy-ass Brayden, sure. He's trying to trying to make himself feel younger or something, maybe. He's more hip. Yeah. Um, it's not Federation Forces. Oh, that's what he said. Wait, you said it! I did not say the first word. 
I did not. You flinched. You flinched. You're a violent man. You're a, you you're a crazy person. Mm, these look sharp. Let's see. I'm just going to hold this like this. Next time, if you hit it again, these are getting jabbed into your side. I have to do my taxes. Stop. <laughs> Please stop abusing me. He said if you hit it again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what button it is. So. I, wait a second. Wait a I second. know what button it is. Wait a second. I did not realize the drawback is sitting in the middle. Yeah. There is no longer a jazzy barrier between yeah, us. That's right. Welcome. I can't prod you the way I used to. <laughs> that's right. Plus, I've got one that's got equally as sharp razors on its back. Oh, yeah. Those don't feel good. I don't like that you're both threatening me. All right. Listen. <laughs> it's not Federation forces. <sighs> Sorry. It's fan no, I'm not mad at that. Oh. It's Fantasy Star. Man. Fantasy Star was one of the games that gives you yeah, if even if Fantasy Star Online 2, which is now four years old and and probably never gonna come to the States, if they announced it tomorrow, I would be just I would scream like I would scream like Braden, and I I don't think I could do it, but he's like like that, except like super high pitch and ridiculous. Like that's that's what I would be like. I would call off work and go play that game for twenty four hours straight, and then die, happy. Swear to God, man, mine is obviously going to be League, but I think there's going to be a no, stipulation. No, it's not Dragon Seeds. Oh, I love Dragon Seeds. <laughs> um, it's League, but I think it would be if I ever had the opportunity to play. Like I wouldn't even have to be on a pro team. Just like being able to go play on the actual LCS stage, a game of league, I'd erection forever. That would be so cool. Man, after going to Toronto, if I was able to get down on that stage and play just a match of yeah, league. Yeah, just a random, like, and like you know, when normal And, like, my character, match. it would actually show up on the on the banner in front of me. Yep. Yeah. And then, every, and then the 50,000 people could watch how bad I suck. Yeah, I'd be calling a doctor Golden. every four hours because it'd just never go away. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the question. Crazy, uncle, crazy, crazy <laughs> ass Braden. Crazy uncle ass Braden. What did, what did Cable say? SOCOM, right? I'll say SOCOM. If, if a new SOCOM so came out tomorrow, you just lose your mind. <laughs> oh no! I'm just picturing a naked Wolverine, and now the and now going yeah. just pencils everywhere. Now, now I think, I think I'm in a similar situation to Braden. Every time I fire a Borderlands two, I feel like I'm gonna soft brick. <laughs> it's just like that so Borderlands music three. Borderlands three. Oh, it's, when we get when we get details yeah. in June. Just thinking about it makes me glad we're, I have an extra pair of pants. Here. We're two months away from knowing. From I, knowing, I, I'm not. I feel my balls right now. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I know you guys might be a little uncomfortable about it, but they're filling up. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! They're okay, like olives well. floating in uh, the olive. Uh, this show uh, is definitely not for the children. It's for, but. Yeah. it's for the children that have already taken human development in the fifth and sixth grade. There you go. Um, it's for the, that age show, middle school kids. After well, what Mike told us about the YouTube channels for Minecraft, yeah, this is for the children. Oh yeah, yeah. that's where the preverts hang out. Yeah, I'm clearly getting old. I'm missing out on this really like weird world that we live in when it comes to Minecraft YouTube videos. Anyways. We want to thank the Detroit Beard Collective once again for sponsoring this episode of the GameZilla Podcast. Remember to use code MCGAMING to save 20% on all your beard grooming orders over $25. 
If retro gaming is your thing, then listen to The Legend of Retro Podcast every Thursday in all the same great places that you listen to this great podcast. And we know that you love the GameZilla podcast, you love The Legend of Retro, and you love GameZilla Alpha. And all those shows are helped by the Patreon community. So go to Patreon and search GameZilla Podcast and uh, make a donation. Become a patron, and you have we have a ton of great perks there available for you, including your chance to receive a free AAA video game because we love giving back to our patrons that give us so much to help keep this show going for you. Our shows are free. We give you great free shows every week, and you can give a little bit of back, a couple little uh, little dollar bills back to us, and uh, we thank you greatly for it. So go to Patreon and search Games of the Podcast. Yeah, you can influence the show just like the glitch just influenced by sending me a video through the Games of the Live Discord channel of... Rookie of the Year of the kid getting stuck between two doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's clearly watching the show live, and now he's uh, reminding me that uh, I'm not the only person this has happened to. So that's that makes me feel better. But last time, we want to remind you that we do have our new YouTube channel, and we want everyone to join us before we shut down the old channel and lose you forever. Please search MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. And oh wait, you, no, it's not a website. It's a search place. Well, no, MotorCityGaming.com is a website. Because I'm going to say, if you go to the website, right at the top and bottom of the page, you can find all of our social media links, including our new YouTube channel. Are we doing it? Are we doing it? Arms! If you don't know what that is, you need to go to the YouTube channel and check it out. But thank you for hanging out. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit that like, that heart emoji. Leave a comment. Rate us five stars on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. Give us some love. Let us know that you did it, and we will go read that review, and we will read it live here on the show. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Until then, game game on! Man, number two pencil Wolverine. Think about it. I think that's the tattoo you should get on your butt. Yeah. You should get this as a tattoo. Yeah! I'll tattoo something on your butt. (laughs)